on the seventh day, God created the right man and said, go forth with your full head of hair, my son. So church on a Sunday, as Righty will be preaching the good word of football any given Monday. All right, we go. Hey, boys, how are we? Good. Boys, Spe- big guest, special guest. I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. Kimmy Ingebrigtsen, welcome aboard, son. I appreciate it, Roddy. Thanks for inviting me. It's good. Ready teed this up. Excellent contribution for 2020, son. Thank Keep you. going, brother. Keep well, going. The thing, Kimmy was talk- doing the uh, the fundraising for the fire with uh, 100 Club. Kim, yeah, yeah, 100 yeah. Cult. And then I, I put in 20. I was like, all right, sweet. Now, can you come on our podcast? <laughs> you, you got so. me. I was at the bell probably uh, four or five hours into it. Yeah. So you got me at the right time. All right, nice. Not no choice. Yeah. Did you wake up? You're like, fuck me. I've got to do this I actually forgot about it until you messaged me today. Yeah. So I had no choice. No, nah. thanks, boys. Right. Sweet. How's the week been, boys? What's been happening with the new year? No, all right. Nothing's not much. Changed. Back at work. Yeah, same old. Yeah, I reckon I'm, I'm, I'm just being like... Now I'm got to be off the piss, you know. I, it was like three to four weeks where solid. I was doing it every night. It, it's just crazy, especially cricket on and shit. It's yeah, fun. yeah, it doesn't help. And when the big um, bash, when when the heat actually win, you should drink because they can break your heart many a time. Oh, yeah, few, and far, few and far between the wins <laughs> for the bloody heat. Fucking hell. So if I was AB de Villiers, you'd be thinking <laughs> we got to keep this bloke happy. Oh. Hopefully they could. It's rain. It's rain delay at the moment. So I don't know. They were they're due to bat first. So I don't even know if they'll even play. Yeah, so no. let's hope they play. Let's hope they get another win and roll on a bit. Hmm. So, Kimmy, tell us a bit about yourself, sir. You're a bit of former former NRL player yeah, manager I, now. I sent you and uh, Freddie the message yeah. Yeah. Uh, earlier today. So played a bit of footy. Played sevens or seventeens at um, at Redcliffe with the Dolphins. Um, Went to trial there for the Colts there. Was your old boy coaching then? Was Troy <clears throat> coaching? Well, I was pretty lucky. I had some good coaches throughout. I had uh, Troy Evans, which was daily. Oh, Jerry yeah. Evans' old boy. Yeah. Uh, Triggs. Terry Webb, a bit of a yeah, yeah, club Webb, legend. Yeah. So I had some really good coaches through the juniors. And then got to um, first year of Colts and got the tap from Redcliffe. You weren't, you weren't wanted. Oh, didn't, not. Di- didn't make the cut. So I ended up with Freedy. Slid down at West halfway through, yeah. yeah. Ended up with Freedy in 2006. Boom. Um, that was a that was a tough year, wasn't it, Freddy? <laughs> oh, bro. That was, uh, Talking about cellar dwellers, eh? Hey? Oh, mate, we, I think we played our last game of the year versus Norse, Norse Colts, another best side back in, yeah. you know, six we had. I think we started with 13 and finished with 11. Yeah. Like, it was a tough year. It, yeah, it got Playing done. in a good level of footy like that. Playing a good level with, with 13 players. Like, it was... And we, we started the season with some guns, man. Like, that was... We, we had Shawnee, um, Big Head, Fat Head. Yep. Oh, Maloney. Maloney, yeah. yeah. And... Uh, and then, but it's it, nothing, because you also played that year after, didn't you? Yeah, I played the next two years yeah, after. Yeah, and they were the fucking teams. Yeah. The first year we had some good players. They bought three really good boys over from New Zealand. Uh, yeah. Tino Vasa, Tiger Vatavai. Yeah. And Big Vunga. Oh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah Vunga. Bought three good lads over. and But then Simo took a lot of our better players through A-grade as well, like your Geese's, Shebs. Yeah. All them sort of boys. So oh, we, that would have Tino, hurt. then yeah. he was the loose one. Oh, yeah. His, his brother was probably just as bad. Yeah, we went. We were at uh, 
we used to go to O'Malley's A over at Chermside a bit. Yep, yep. And um, Tino, I go into the bathroom oh. and he's, he's he's doing a piss and he's got this freaking knife tucked into the side the of his... The old butter knife. Yeah, the yeah, old butter yeah. knife tucked into his pants. And I'm like, what are you going to do with that? He goes, whatever I need to if something breaks out. <laughs> well, it was a, You're it was, going to an Irish bar at Chermside. Oh. Yeah. yeah. This is not Compton. He was different, yeah. mate. And then uh, for the next two years, um, Roddy were really good. Uh, oh, tr- yeah. Triggs took over. Uh, Where was he? Was he still in the ready system when so he, he left? So he was at ready that... 06, he was the ready Colts coach. He actually got the uh, he got sacked from ready. Gillette, the Gillette situation? Nah, so it was halfway through the year. Reckliffe are leading the Colts comp. We're sitting last. Reckliffe are leading it. And they sacked him because um, he was running the water for my younger brother's under-15 team, Deception Bay, against Reckliffe. And they saw it as a conflict of interest and... And they yeah give him the coke and sauce. I remember he told me the story about when Gillette was playing Colts at yep. Ready, and he said he got a message from him once. Trig, can you ring me? Yeah. And he rings. He goes, Gillette, what's the matter? And he goes, I'm broke down on Broby Island Road. Not gonna be able to make train tonight. Can you ring me, old man? Tell him to call me and come pick me up. Yeah. So, old uh, Hook Griffin said, and Trig did this impersonation. Yeah. That cunt won't be playing on the weekend. Yeah. Trig, I got other ideas. They win by four points. Gillette scores four tries. Yeah, and then he got called in and had to had to have speak to him. Yeah, and he sat him down and I don't I forget who was mediating there. Goes, Trig, Hook just needs to know you won't do that again. Won't go against you know. And he goes, Well, no, I'm not saying I won't do it again because the kid had a legitimate reason yeah. for not turning up. He contacted me and I put him in the side. Yeah, and he said that sort of. Him and Hook never were. I think that was probably the icing on the cake. Yeah, little stuff with the juniors plus that. That was the icing on the cake. And then he ended up coming over and helping us mid year. Yeah, it like just to help out with um, Henschel, Brian Henschel. Yeah, yeah. he he helped us. We played at Suncorp. Yeah, and that's one of the games we won, wasn't it? Or we drew sixteen all. Yeah, Aspley. Yeah, yeah. I actually got one under the under the sticks. Yeah, nice. First try scored in ten years, but yeah. (laughs) So so that year was a tough year. First year at West was a, it was a tough year. Yeah, it was a hard slog. But the next two years were really good. Played with some good players and. Obviously, Triggs brought some some good players to the club. That first year we had um, Cherry Evans was a seven. Uh, Jack Reeb was in the centres. Liam McDonald, Grant Geese, probably the best player I've ever what played. What a side! Like he was, all that, how good did all those blokes go on to be? Yeah, I know. But that that first year was the year before NYC. Yep. So, um, like the Norse we played against were Melbourne Storm, Israel Folau, Willie Chambers, Darrell Yeo Yee. And Aspley had the Broncos team, so it was a pretty good comp. Yeah. And the Tweed had um, David Mead. So yeah, they were the full Gold Coast Titans. They had Mead, Gordon, Will Matthews, all them sort of blokes. Fucking like, good year. Colts of, back then was yeah, proper products. Hey. So oh. we we finished third. We lost in the the prelim to to a fairly good North side, and then North played Tweed, and I think Tweed beat them because Tweed won the Colts and the. Q Cup that year. That's what happens when you don't have diluted, um, diluted competitions. But they, they try to expand into all these different competitions and it dilutes the talent over. So obviously, as obviously as you said, yeah. there was no NYC at the time. So there was all these good young guns still playing Colts, which makes the Colts comp a lot stronger. Yeah. Then obviously in years to come, NYC came in and then diluted the Colts competition from their talent, which brought all the younger kids maybe playing 18, maybe playing Malmeninga into Colts early. Which diluted that comp, so it's just the way one comp extra will dilute all the grades below it. So yeah, hundred percent. It's interesting to see how it works and how it's going to work in the future. Whether they do try and get a nationwide sort of second tier comp going, or and see 
what that does to dilute the the talent pool through the through the through the ranks, obviously. But yeah. there was talk of that sort of concept, oh, probably eight years ago. They were, you know, they wanted to do sort of a nationwide reserve grade, so you'd have like say North Sydney playing Redcliffe and things yeah. like that. Then they were going to try and didn't get off, and they were going to. Then there was the idea of a Fox run like a Challenge Cup type thing, midweek cup. Mm, yeah. They'd play play the games on Fox, put up prize money. Which I'd like to see that. It's just the thing with that is, we experienced it at Mitchie. We're going on this trial to play Offerdale's blokes out in fucking Crackville. Anyway, <laughs> so we've got to sorry, we've got to go Good to work. the we've got to go to our trees. Hey brother, can you lend us a few boys? Yeah. So it depends how close to the season. Normally he'd say, Yeah, sweet, no drama. Yeah. Mm. He'll give us the fringe guys. It just if we have to go too close to the season, he's gonna to have to say, Boys, don't think so, because mm. I could need them. They could need them in, in reserve grade. In but I, I was like, because I could, I was messaging him, and I think it also adds to like where he's also given some of those fence sitters a bit of a warning. Like uh, you're going back, you're playing that 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 um, yeah. uh, fucking trial. Yeah, yeah. And then so it like lights a spark spark preseason. Yeah. But um, well, it's saying if you know, I suppose they're saying if you're not going to put in, you're looking at playing down there for the whole year. So in, if you go down there and you have a good trial, and then you come back and apply yourself for the rest of the preseason, you could still sneak your way into one of these sides. But at the moment, you're sort of on the fringe a bit to you know, pull your finger out, really. Yeah, going back and playing well is the key, isn't it? Yeah, if they come down to us and then kick stones and shit, then I'm sure then Triggs isn't dumb. you just say, right, I saw, we sent you down there. I've got yeah. a call from Riding or from Dolan saying you didn't apply yourself. You just wanted to fucking, you thought you were a hero of some sort. And then I'm sure you got no chance of playing anyway. And how often have you seen it, Kimmy? Like, yeah. blokes will drop down a grade. You might be playing, blokes will be playing ones. I go, oh, yeah, this t- we'll go. I'll play twos this week. This will be easy. Yep. And you're playing against decent blokes that are just playing in a, t- a club that might only have a two side. Yep. And then you, and you're getting whacked by who's this bloke? Some bloke you haven't even heard of, and he's unleashing punishment on you, yeah, thinking that I'm going to go down there and score three, dominate, be man of the match. Yeah. And or like a lot of. A lot of the, the probably the tougher footy half the time is threes because it's slow and you get blokes that are old just want to whack yeah. and it's just or some blokes just come down. Remember when I oh, when it was at twos D Bay Juniors and Foyser was having a bit of a run around when yeah. they had that unstoppable side and yeah. died in the ass at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Big Foyce, Junior Coots, Henry Coots, they all played there. That was a fair footy side for Josh twos. Josh Smith, yeah, they, yeah, were, yeah. they were killing everyone and yeah. then. Banyo had a pretty smart side. Yeah. They worked him out late on and beat him and the beat, and beat him in the major and the grand final yeah. and that sort of thing. But before that, no one could get near him. They'd roll up. They'd turn up and win by 40 and Blake's wouldn't be trying too much. But as you, as you see in most comps, though, to actually win a comp, you can do whatever you want from the start of the year till the grand final, but it takes a good seven to win a comp. Oh, definitely. And they just didn't have a good seven. You can't, you can't win. Might not guarantee you, but if you don't have one, yeah. in key moments, taking command. And you well, guys, Kimmy, you won the comp the second year then. Won the second year. We had yeah. Asher Elamani played seven. Yeah. He got the best player in the comp. Yeah. He was just red hot. Who also, else did you have in that year? Matty Gillette. Yeah, Gillette came so back. He, That's when he brushed playing for um. So he, um, yeah, pretty good story. So he played the year before with Bobby Island, the War Eagles, he gave footy away. Yeah, he went back to his mate. He like went play with his mates because I think he's really good mate, Todd, um, Todd Parnell died. Yeah. So he gave footy away <clears throat> and then Triggs said, look, you know, we've lost. Reed, Cherry Evans, we lost uh, McDonald, we lost a fair few. Um, Elta Donna, yeah. he said, mate, come back. So he got Gillette back over. First year at West, killed it. Played uh, second row lock, went really well. 
and the Broncos got a sniff. Griffin got a sniff and, and took him to the Broncos. 20s, played all year there. And then he had a decision to play in a NRL prelim um, or a, you know, Colts Grand Final at Ipswich. Yeah. And he decided to play the Colts Grand Final at Ipswich. And yeah. they wiped him. Oh, no. yeah. And they wiped him. And Griffin said, you'll never play, ever play for the, you know, the Broncos ever again. Yeah, well. Um, two years later, he debuted. You know, yeah, so, Trig so, got so, him a gig at North, yeah. and he was, play, yeah. he was playing five eight and played residence. And then they realised this bloke's too That's good. What, yeah. If we let him, if yeah. we don't sign him, yeah. someone else will. That's hilarious. He said that, eh, Griffin? Yeah. You never play for. Yeah, yeah, well, check this out, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I think no, nah, Henjack gave him his debut, but yeah. Griffin obviously coached him straight after. Yeah. But um, yeah, we had a really good side that second year. Prelim final. Josie Wilson, the great Josie Wilson, played lock. Yeah. Um, Josie was good. Josie was a real worker. Yeah. He's a funny man. Oh, but bro. He's a, he was a worker, man. I remember play. coming past that, Matt, that silly Sunday when you were down at Mitchie near the old clubhouse, yeah. and Josie's just fried yeah. it, on these tables, just dancing yeah. like he's at the fucking Met. Probably just the undies on. Yeah. 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 He, he had a body though, though. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's why Freddie doesn't wear shirts often. Yeah, he's always good. We right? always know when there's been a delivery from the postman. Yeah, Freddie comes to training with no shirt on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So what? Anything, Kimmy? Did you you slowly started not playing footy because the shoulder charge got taken out of the game? No, no, not at all. For people, for people who haven't seen me track down that YouTube video and place it up, it is a spectacle of violence. violence, Just football violence where you run when blokes would hit the ball up and be worried about getting hit. Now, you can't get shoulder charge. If you do, you get a penalty. But wait wait to hit ratio, bro. You were one of the best in the game. But I'm saying that though, Roddy. That's two minutes of highlights over three years. So, <laughs> so I, didn't, I, I didn't do too much, much man. Blokes don't have too much. I was, I was lucky Triggs was the coach. That's why the I kept rest, in the spot on the bench. The rest was throwing punches, mouthing the oven with the ref. <laughs> I was a bit to say to you, so the 2008 grand final, the prelim we played Norse at, um, at East. And um, it was a big stink. Big fight, come running in third minute, in, bang, <laughs> go to the judiciary the Thursday before the grand final, give me four weeks. So I missed oh. the GF. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, we actually had a really good fronty coming back, Daniel Robinson. He was a gun, like he yeah. would have been the first fronty picked. So it was a pretty easy decision. Made it easy. Yeah, yeah. Easy for daddy, didn't have to drop me. So it was like um, <clears throat> with uh, when with Jillo, had to leave out Cam Starkey, who is a fair footballer, but yeah. it comes down to it. Yeah. Yeah, someone's got to be the unlucky guy to someone's miss the boat. And, and Junior Coots, who was a back rower, ended up playing wing in that grand final to get Jillo back in. Like one of the centres went to wing, he went to centre. It was a bit of a mess, but it worked the, on the comp. The beauty of Trigg, yeah. he runs his own race. Yeah. And yeah. I like that. Yeah. Like, you've always, and I've always thought as a coach, you've got to back your own decision. Like, you always got, and you know what I mean, mate, yeah. you've got plenty of blokes chirping in your ear. And some blokes making valid points, other blokes throwing out shit and you're going, we can't do that. But you can't, and I've heard coaches say to blokes before, oh, I wanted to put you in the side, but I spoke to a couple of senior players and they told me not to. Yeah. No, nah, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's yeah. a cop out because yeah. you are the, you're the bloke with the name on the coaching certificate. You make the call. Yeah. That's why I've always found if we lose, I've always take the heat for the players and I'll always start a feud with someone who starts criticising us and things like that. But, and I'll say, what the fuck? You know, and start arguing because you, if you're not there for the players, they're not going to be there for you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And things like that, like, and with Trig, can you enlighten me on this story I heard? I've, I've never had a chance to ask you about this. <clears throat> You're playing for D-Bay Bombers, yep. um, and it was Prem's end, so reserve, was it ones or Prem's? You had a gun side, and you played Hills District. Yeah, I played, um, 
My last year of footy was 2009, played Prems at DB Bombers. Yep, that was the one. Yep. And something happened at the handshake, and you clobbered a blow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mate, so we, we actually... <laughs> the Hills District or Morton Bay? I think I heard this story. Yeah, uh, yeah, was I was it, telling... What was... um? Uh, this this was Premier Grouch. This was yeah, Prems. It was actually like reserve man. grade. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, you just lost the grand final to the East. And you yeah, had, we lost... Matty Pittman was the East captain. I don't know oh, why yeah. Matty Pittman, Pittman was playing yeah, was Premier grade. Like, mate, we Pittman, couldn't handle him. played residence. Matt Pittman was there 13. Yeah. You couldn't tackle him. Like, he just killed that quality. No, the year before at East, yeah, and then dropped back and played East Juniors. But yeah, we drew with a run at Hills. It must have been at a yeah. runner, and you and someone had a twenty score. all. Yeah, and there's a big stink afterwards. Who was the bloke? Oh, I actually think it's Maddie Maloney. Yeah, well, I was mates with Maddie. And you let is this is before that the game? No, no, after the game. Okay, I think yeah. it was, but it might not have been because. I don't know, the next week, um, Dale Dunn, one of my mates, was telling me he was in the Leagues Club. Yeah. And someone asked, who we think is Matt Maloney, oh, what happened at, at um, full time? Yeah. And he said something, oh, something's happening there, so I can hit me and we're into it. Yeah. Who's sitting two tables over? Tricks. Yeah, and turns around and goes, that's why you'll never play A. You're a fucking whinger. <laughs> that's all you are is a fucking whinger. And yeah. just sprayed in front of everyone and was like, yeah. okay. And just, okay. We'll end the conversation on that he's, note. He's not bad, Triggs. Yeah, so but it was the, the ultimate wrong it might, time. It might not have been Matty Maloney. But, I don't know um, it was. But yeah, I don't think it was, but yeah, we, we should have won that. Because we had a Cause they weren't real good, um, uh, thing, uh, uh, Hill, Hill District, compared Mate, to the side you they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have got within 30 or 40. <laughs> and it was 20 all. It was one of them real scrappy games. Which just, it was a, yeah. And you had... Um, the Francisca's slaying it at fullback. Mate, we had a bloke named Shane Cox who played yeah, Queensland 19s, played down the Roosters, a lot of um, New South Wales Cup. He was a yeah. gun. Francisca's has have to have played of more clubs than anyone else in the world. How many yeah. brothers are there? They're two of them or three of them? There's two. There's three. three. There's oh, three. Yeah. I thought there was Nick's three. Nick's like um, Australian yeah. uh, body sculpting man. Like really now. good lad. He's, he's yeah. that short. He's a short Yeah, he's the nicest yeah, stuff yeah. in the world. He was a good player too. Good halfback hooker. He carved up, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Steve Young's 37, 38, still, he'd be, mate, he'd be on a thousand I went and watched, um, my missus, um, godson was playing for Queensland uh, PNG. Yep. And they were playing Samoa, playing against Joshua Fowler and that. And Francisca's played, uh, the Wickham brothers played, they were still going well. And these, and Francis was still carving up. He set one up. The, yeah. And they'd played three, yeah, three, like the last three games three in two days or something. Yeah, yeah. And he was still, this was yeah. the third game I saw. He was still yeah. having a big impact. He's strong as, and he was jumping out of dummy half, setting he, up he, stuff. He still makes that Queensland Rangers sort every year, 37, <laughs> 38. One of the, um, one of Lucas Denny's last year, right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. had Franciscus in at centre at D-Bay, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. And they said they, they one of their plays was called um, Franciscus. They just give it to him in his school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a good man, Lucas Denny. Yeah, he's, he's a legend. There was a year Mitchie were in ones when D Bay were in ones, and he was playing. And I think it was like two thousand eight. Mitchie beat him, and he scored five tries. Mm. And the only reason they beat him was because he got hurt with that ten to go, mm. and well, Mitchie jagged one. Yeah, he went off, and then Mitchie held on by a couple of points, and then they jagged another one and won by eight. But yeah. like, if he hadn't gone off, he was just untouchable. And you know, like getting that zone yeah. where every time they get the ball. Like like Latrell Mitchell when he's confident and you just or, or Inglis and that yeah. you just go on. Well he was he was full time at a couple of clubs. He was full time yeah. at Canberra and Melbourne and uh, spent some time with the Bronx, so he's been around. Yeah, and there was you, I remember I remember Trigg saying that he hit him up a couple he get message from him in preseason. Trigg is I wanna to come to East Coast, Stevie, I know you're not coming. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you can come if you want, but I know you're bullshitting me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't piss in me pocket. No, nah, you're a good fella too, Stevie and 
could really play yeah so kimmy you went so then you went velocity sports right and yep. that's that's your that's you and your mates thing yeah no so i um so i sort of finished playing at 21 because i had twin girls so i sort oh, of yeah. gave footy away um and then just worked for a couple of years and at 23 back end of 2011 uh got involved with velocity sports so um back in 2011 they were the biggest um afl management company in australia oh really so alistair lynch um michael voss them blokes all big big ran names. the company uh, my mate murray bird so that's how i yeah. got into it um there was four of them that ran the company i know the biggest they had tom scully brennan favola got some great favola yeah. stories oh, oh really right. yeah he's, yeah, got, a, he's they, got a million good yeah, stories yeah. mate they were yeah they were ridiculous uh they ended up selling uh the afl component maybe 2016 and well, i just kept continuing continuing doing league but I've done that now for eight years up until uh, middle of last month and just sort of decided to give it away. I've uh, just lost the passion, lost the drive, and um, it's a pretty tough, pretty tough industry, but did it for eight years. I enjoyed it. Made a lot is, of contacts. Now. Is it more the way, with obviously with the management, do you treat yourself also like this, a scout as well, or do you wait to get tipped on? Yeah, by- so that's that's the big thing about it. So you've... You've got to do it all yourself. Yeah. You've obviously got different people. I've been lucky with, with Dad, yeah. with Ty, because Ty's always moved around the country. So you can always give me a kid, a, you know, tip on yeah, a kid. Ty, Ty's been to more clubs than um, Francisco's. Oh, he got some jerseys. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's up there. Um, then obviously mates through footy that yep. give you a tip, yeah. you know, in New Zealand or, or wherever it might be. But you got to go out to carnivals, you know, oh, 15, yeah. 17s, all that sort of stuff. And well, there was a story like the Walker Brothers, how they found Bill McConaughey. Brandon Marshall said, my mm. brother-in-law's a good player. Mm. They went and watched him. He was killing it. Ends up breaking his leg. Ben Walker went up to him as I put him in the ambulance and said, mate, here's my card. Give me a call. When you get when you get better, we want to get you at the Jets. Yeah. That was at a Murray Carnival, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of yeah. And yeah. like, oh, madness, unleashing punishment. Yeah. Things like that. The old diamond in the rough, as they say. Like, yep. You never know what you're going to find. Yeah, I remember like when um, I was at Sunny Coast and I, I, I think I contacted you and I was like, have you heard of, um, have you heard of Paddy? Uh, yeah, 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 I think I contacted you about him, and you're yeah. like, "Yeah, no, we were already all over it." Yeah, like, so yeah. The, other, the other bloke who I was working with, Velocity Sports, he looked after. Patty. Yeah, because um, I was like, "This kid's a freak." Munster, he's got Munster, Christian Welsh, he's you know got a, got a fair few, but um, yeah, it was, it was good eight years. I really enjoyed it. I said made a lot of contacts and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and had some had some real success with blokes from Queensland Cup, blokes yep. that probably hadn't done much. Like Corey Thompson was. Um, he played with my brother in an under twenties rep Brisbane team. Yeah, like yeah. second div Brisbane. Like second div Brisbane, Brisbane team. Like, you know, if you play for Mount, he played for Macra at twenties or something like that. Made the side. Ty said, "Look, he, he goes all right. Yeah, he should be playing cup or at least you know Fogs back then." So I got him over to to East. Triggs loved him. Six months later, ARU were onto him, and then went down for a preseason in Melbourne. Yep. So I was really good mates with the the scout at the Dogs. He was like crushes. Um, Right hand man. Oh, who was he? Uh, uh, Graham Champney. Yep. He's a country lad uh, from King of Roy, but he looks after a fair bit. He's followed Crusher from Para, Manly, yeah. Dogs. He's actually with the Bronx. They're doing his own thing at the Bronx. But um, I said, look, Melbourne are going to sign him. You know, do you want him? And he took him um, at the back end of 2013. So we're down in 2013, played Reggie's. The next yeah. year, he's playing in the NRL Grand Final. What a story. Yeah. And the things like that. At 24. He's one of the blokes you want, because you know he's a bloody... Tough competitor. And he's yeah. one of those fellas who, no matter what the day is, no matter what the weather's like, no matter how shit his week was, he come out and give you 110 yeah. every time. So it's 
perfect perfect breeding ground for quality sportsmen and for someone you can you yeah. can put most of your chips in his pile, you know, and say, yeah, and he's, go hard with this. He's not the sort of lad that drinks or goes out and play up. He's yeah. never going to be in the paper on a Monday morning or anything Pussy. like that. But, <laughs> but like you think... At, not at, the sort of bloke who played at Mitchie then. No, nah, yeah, or Inception, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you think, mate, he's playing Brisbane 20s at 20. At 24, he's playing an NRL grand and, final. Like, and it's, it's funny that, like, those sort of things that... It shows blokes that you don't have to be a superstar. Like, yeah. there's something I want to get into in a minute, like I'm sort of around with the boys. Just like, I saw you boys talking about it on Face the other day. Ty brought it up yeah. about, is the game, is it fucking giving kids false hopes? Yeah. Like, you go into 28 development squads, everyone pissing in your pocket, you've got the gear. Yeah. Like, back when the 20s was, that really put kids in false hope. Yeah. Like... All those sort of stories where... Did someone ask it? Oh, no, you wrote that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I wrote it on our thing because it was very, very in-depth and I agree. Then you kind of brushed away Mm. and you've thought, I'm going to be a footballer. That's what I'm going to do. You know, like, and what do you do? You go back and you think it's um, like kind of, you think that you've failed. You failed your mates and your family that have supported you since day blot and things like that. And I remember... On Justin Horro's fucking podcast, he was saying that he remembers when 20s kids had come up and they'd have to play New South Wales Cup with them and they'd look upon it as a demotion and he'd go, like they had rite of passage and he'd yeah. say, what's your rite of passage? Because you played on TV last year. Yeah. Things like that. And you go to, you go to places like Wavell or you go to Kibra or you go to PBC yeah. and all of a sudden you think football's going to be your go. When, when did you be level two? One of the assignment things was you had to, they sent you, it was a link to a schoolboy game. It was St. Greg's and, and Hills District in Sydney. And you had to do training session for two halves. I went, I Googled half the blokes in that. Some of them are playing like under Ron Massey, playing Sydney Shield. Then you had your stars like Tedesco was 5'8. Yep. They had that. Um, Skelton, who played for the Wallabies, he was Bull on Skelton. the bench. Yeah, yep. he was enormous. Mm-hmm. Things like they had blokes like that. Uh, Justin Horro's brother, Jaden Horro's old man, Mark was the coach. Yeah, right. Things like that. Um, what was his name? Was it um, was it McAnally? Not McAnally. McCullum or the fullback oh, who went to East. Yeah, yeah, Brendan, yeah. Who, he McCullum. Was, yep. Yeah, McCullum. Yep. He was uh, the Australian schoolboys fullback that year. He, he was, was playing. Yeah, yeah. Matt Grote, like even Matt Grote, he only had a short. NRL career, yeah. but then and then went overseas and come back and playing cup, and he's playing at Wynnum. He was 18th man in East Grand Final uh, in 20 in 2018. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't. Yeah. Didn't even it's make the game day. Brutal. Start. It's a brutal sport, and like especially kids who come, even the ones that that make it, you got to recognise that your your career could be over in in a second. Like a lot of NRL blokes get in, and as we've spoken about here on here before, the average career of an NRL player only averages around 40 games-ish, which is two seasons if you're lucky. And that's not a very long time. And these kids, there's heaps of them in all these development programs going from one development program to another one and just back-to-back in it. Ned, you may not even make it. And even if you do, you can hope for your 40-game stint. But I think it has to be a little bit more done to... um, to sort of set kids up, like, because there's a lot of kids, especially like in the in the schoolboy system, like you look at some of the successful schools, like Keeper and PBC have both have been in the finals of that comp for the last couple of years, and they've got so much focus on footy and making it from footy when the large majority will never get close to playing NRL. 
there's just that the minority of freaks that'll get there. But what are all these kids doing besides putting all their chips in the footy basket? Todd Carney said that that he was going to go to Arendelle for grade eleven and twelve, mm. and Matty Elliott called him in and said, "Mate, what are you going to go to school for?" And he said, "Going to go to school for." It. He goes, "Basically, play footy." And so he said, no, nah, don't worry about that. I'll throw in your full-time squad. So he said he was like 16 in a full-time squad with men mm. and things like that where he thought, where he looks back now and he thinks, would have been better to spend two years in high school. Yeah, mate, I've got a, a, a good mate of mine that I went to school with, um, played with school footy with. I won't mention his name now, but he was full-time at 17. <clears throat> he went to three or four different NRL clubs, ended up back playing in the Queensland Cup club. He never really had an education through school. He did no studying or no trying to get a trade whilst at, whilst full times you know at these NRL clubs, so he turned to another way to make the money that he was on, and now he's you know in jail for the next four or five years, and he just sort of yeah you know, someone like that the NRL's let down. I know who you mean. Yeah, he's yeah it's he's a waste. Seventeen year old, he left Redcliffe High, he went down to Penrith, you know, went to three or four yeah. different clubs and played fifty, sixty games, but now he's the same he's bloke. Born, you know? The same bloke I remember. He was uh, <clears throat> playing for East on yeah. on the Sunday. And he must have been sent back. I saw him at the CACO on the Friday night on the source. That'd be him, And then yeah. I thought, That'd he be must him. be playing. And I went and watched him on Sunday. And fair enough, he was playing. He was tearing yeah. in. Same, same bloke. I went down there in 2012. He's at the Bulldogs. And um, went to watch the Bulldogs play. Um, and he was the 18th man. So he warmed up. And then he comes out with us in the stands. He goes, bro. He said, I'm that hungover. It's not funny. <laughs> I said, mate, what happened if someone pulled out? He said, oh, I would have had to play. He's hungover. <laughs> he's done. He's crook. And yeah. But... Mm-hmm. I just think I just think they can do a little bit more for for, for these blokes. And then, and I think like also when we were, like to say when we were playing Colts, yeah, you, know, you kind of you understand that the goal isn't always NRL like yeah. when you're fourteen and thirteen, yeah. right? But it turns into the goal being Queensland Cup. Yeah, when you're playing Colts, the goal's Queensland Cup usually. Like yeah. besides and, your guns. And fair enough. Yeah, too. and yeah. and I think that keeps us a better mentally keeps us better because once we get to that Queensland <coughs> Queensland Cup level. Or, or yeah, you know, you know, you make your debut or something. You're like, fuck yeah! But with these guys, and I saw it like when I was working at Suncorp, when the buses would come in, and the pretty much the the twenties boys are getting off the same bus as the the first graders, and they're the big dicks on campus, man. And it, it sets them up just to fall crash. Yeah. And but then you it's think Plain Cup or New South Wales Cup, a demotion. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're in the right. second top competition. You've got to have more realistic goals, but like a lot of these young kids are like from a young age, they make, say you're at 14 years old and you've made a Northern Broncos Academy and then by 15, 16, you're in like a a Broncos quarantine list or something like that. And then you, so you, you're looking at NRL and your your family's looking at NRL and everyone around you is telling you you're going to be great. And then, so the goal automatically shoots to NRL straight away. When you're 15 years old, you haven't actually done anything yet. You may have made a couple of rep sides. And now you've got the opportunity to play Cyril Connell and then Mal Meninga and then potentially NYC or Colts. And then these kids are still in their head thinking, well, the NRL is where I'm going to end up. It's like it's just not realistic. You set, if you set more, more moderate goals, set a goal to play Colts first and then set a goal to play Q Cup. Because if you shoot for the stars and you miss... Yeah, then you, you, you can always land on the cloud. Yeah, but yeah. when... You're just going to fall and just be like, well, now what You're do I do? You're on fire. 2020's your year. Well, I think I took, I was meant to take a bit of my Ritalin before and I think it, it tastes a bit like Coke. So I might be pretty geared up at the <laughs> no, moment. You're, you're spot on though, mate. Like I had a kid we picked up from Darwin. I just got his highlights sent through a bloke, Stefan Dipple, who I played Colts with. 
he sent me this um, kids highlights. He's playing A grade at 17 in Darwin, Brandon. He went in the Roosters. Peter O'Sullivan, who's yep. pretty well renowned, he loved him, took him down there. Jason Taylor was his coach. He played in that year. They lost the prelim. That side, everyone kicked on. They had um, RTS, Tupo, the whole back. Um, no. Paul, Paul Rockalati. They had a real good side. Reese Martin, Jesus. Dylan Napa, who's the other? Uh, Kane Evans. Look, what ridiculous, ridiculous team. Um, he got, got him up here to the Bronx. Two year deal with the Bronx. He's the second year going the full time. And um, yeah, he. <clears throat> Just gave it away. Had two kids under two, and just gave it away. You just think, well, you and that's what the thing is. Like, blokes think they're going to make it, and they've got families, don't you? And the, the worst part is, you see, you see these these young blokes committing suicide, like that young fella um, who was trialing for Canterbury Twenties and was living with Anthony Mundine yeah, yep. and his son. Things it, like just that. Just this week, yeah, yeah, just the other week. And there's been and on on that Facebook page of Push Footy Yarns, there's been like three kids over the last six months in the country that have taken their own life, like things like that. And there's a lot of other pathways in life, like, you know, like Ty Brothers up there at the Whitsound Day Brahmins. If you could go up there, you can go somewhere, get paid to play footy, yeah. and I'll get you a good job, which will educate you for life after, living in a nice place, like somewhere like the Gong, somewhere down that way, yeah. somewhere like that, make some money, live a life. You never know, like Mackay, you end up like... um end up with a cutter, something like that. You never know who's going to roll in up there. Wait, have, you, have you seen some of the names that are playing in that comp? In that Mackay comp, yeah. Serena have got Seta Matasar. Yeah. Uh, Chris Sandy, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Heremaya. Lama Tussi, who played in the Super League last Jesus. year. Yeah, Lama Tussi. He was a manly um, 20s player. Uh, obviously, Ty's got a couple. South just signed Kevin Locke. Oh, ridiculous. He is one loose character. Uh, Remember when Trigg took yeah. him to Sunny Coast? I'm just going home for a bit. Trigg's worst yeah. signings, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he'd never come and back. He'd always be, oh, I remember him always rapping Trigg's on Facey and this and that. Yeah. After he went back, I think the uh, Facebook got deleted yeah, there got for deleted a bit. There. And he was running around the local comp, things like that. He's one of those blokes. Like We always talk about blokes who could have been something, him. You know, like obviously Gerard, yeah, you could have been very, very special, and he was, he was special when he got injured. But like Kevin Locke, it was like when they got, when they got Sam Tompkins, he kind of got the shits with it, dropped his head, didn't play good. But that's that's <laughs> the thing you talk about. How there's no loyalty. The Warriors bumped him. The Warriors got mm. rid of him to fit Tompkins. And in. he was there. Yeah, and Tompkins wasn't wasn't. Tompkins was a fire, was, wasn't and it? he was in in no way going to be a walk on NRL player. Like especially. Looking at history of bringing blokes over from England, yep. some of them find their feet, some of them fall on their ass, and there's, I hate to say it, but more fall down than, he, than he they the get up running. You know? oh, I, yeah. I say this to me mates all the time, Roddy. Like, don't go sign a pommy back or a pommy half. It doesn't work. They're not mm. NRL players. Sign pommy forwards, yeah, 100%, because yeah. they're tough individuals. Yeah. Yeah. They, they work hard. The bloke they should have signed, but I think they knocked them back a couple of times, O'Loughlin. Yeah. A lot of them would have thrived out yeah, here. Do you think it's tough? Do you think it's because the backs, like signing a back, they go, oh fuck, the amount of time I had to do my thing just got cut in half. Once 100%. you get to NRL, and they can't yeah. under and that pressure, 100%. that line speed and that line fitness, speed. yeah, hundred yeah. percent line speed. You, you you look at these blokes like you got in the in the backs, like not super big name, a Katoni Stags, yep. someone like that, who's a very good player. You've never heard of this bloke. So mm. over there in England, they don't know who the standouts were. Like when Martin Gleeson and that were killing it, you'd know who those good centres were that could yep. do a da- yep. do a job on you. All of a sudden, mm. you've got guys like Stags, or you've got uh, some other young bloke coming through that you won't have heard of. Like before, Joseph Manu 
played for New Zealand. Like when he came in with that footwork and that offload, and then you'll be marking <laughs> up on um, so hard. You'll eh? be marking up on someone like even like Croker at the Raiders. You know what I mean? Who's a handy center? 100%, you know, yeah. you won't like you see. He's pretty handy. Or you've got guys that can just hold their own, like a Brad Parker or someone like that. Who you go? I've never even seen this bloke before. Yet every time I, I go near him, he tackles me. Yeah, you think you're, you're going to come and run circles around these blokes where these blokes have been in and out of the NRL for that long and like someone like Callum Watkins coming over this year. And like he's and coming off a knee injury and he's no. just into a struggling that's, team. He's so just, that's the Titans. That's a stupid yeah, signing. Exactly. What, 29 years old, busted knee. Exactly. And, oh, he's, that's, that's not... and he's an outside back and he's coming from England where the work rate for outside backs is a bit lower than it is for... Yeah. The standard of footy is so different. You look at Lachlan Coote. Yeah, yeah. Now he's, he nearly got the Man of Steel. Well, yeah, look at Jackson right Hastings. Couldn't yeah. get a run and got yeah, the Man of Steel. And that's the it's thing, ridiculous. like... Blake Austin. Yeah, yeah Blake Yeah, Ridiculous. Just a different standard of footy altogether. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, it's hard to compare, like, when they have these world teams. You can't compare the two competition because you're slaying it over there, but you can't compare it to a bloke who's going playing good football over here. Yeah. You know, like... Well, you got to get some UK listeners so they're just like, yeah. shut the fuck yeah. up, you can't. Yeah. Well, that's what we need. We need the sledges coming. Yeah. The Raiders are going to go backwards by signing this halfback. Oh, oh, see, George Williams. Time, George is like, and it's untested, and it's going to take him time to find his feet. Did they keep Sam Williams? Yeah, they yeah, have. They oh, him. Okay. Yeah, so he's got insurance there. Yeah. It's just, he could spend a, a bit of time playing at Mounties, playing New South Wales Cup, because yeah. it's you can be a good test player, and you can be a big good pom, but you can't be... The NRL is a week-to-week grind of beatings. The season's probably too long, but you've got to be up for the battle at the end when it matters. Like, that's why Cronk... Cronk was like when Peyton Manning won it in his last year at the Denver Broncos. And he just knew he had enough gas to direct everyone around and do enough to win it when it counted. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, you don't... Over there, there are games you don't really even have to play. You know, sit blokes out. And that's what they'll probably do at Toronto with Sonny Will. You won't play him every... You won't play him all his shit game. If he's got a fucking runny nose, just sit down, brother. You're too valuable to the crew. You see, I was, I was reading an article about his his work ethic in training. They're like, there's not, no one close to him. Yeah. He's just like fucking freak. And that's the thing. All the money they, they've they spent on him, him, they need to use him in a junior development way because, like, I know your mate... The uh, former USA coach keeps going. Yeah, we'll get. We're gonna get. We're gonna get Canadians, and he's blowing up at people. He doesn't mind. Uh, uh, old Macca doesn't Macca, mind. Yeah. yeah, and he's saying, yeah, they'll come, they'll come. But people are wondering where your connections are with the with the local league and yeah. the juniors and that. You got to start. You've got one of the best rugby slash league players in the world in the last fifteen years playing for you now. They got to tap into him. And use him like people look at his highlights. People see the things he does. Like in like saying in that standard footy, there'll be days he'll pull off something spectacular, or he'll iron someone out with a Kim and Gabritson shoulder charge, and things like that. Score a few. <laughs> I hope he's better than that. <laughs> Those sort of things. Like they hope they use him right because he'll rip in. And like you don't. Did you see that on Facebook? He was training with um, Rowan Smith's brother, yeah. Keegan Smith. And the, some other giant specimen was training with him, and they were doing sort of this wrestle. Mm. And Sonny was getting the better of him, yeah. and I was going, "Holy shit! This guy looked like a Springbok sort of big giant human." What's the trip from Canada to England? 
what would that be? Oh, it's not. I think I think you're talking like I know from. I'm pretty sure from New York to it's like four to five hours on oh, on a plane. That's it. That's yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. And they spend a month in, in was Bradford. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I definitely think it's it's not the travel, it's the the expenses that why they block it over there. I'd say. Yeah, you'd you'd think so. Yeah, Keep, like especially keeping you got to keep a squad there, obviously, and yeah, and your coaching staff and everything. It'd be a hell of a logistics nightmare if you were coming back and forth throughout the whole whole season. It'd be fucked. They were cracking jokes when they didn't win, when it can get promoted early on. Like you're playing against semi-professional footballers. It'd be like, and you're asking these blokes who got real jobs to have to come over. They've just gone on the old trip to Toronto. Go, how good yes. is this? You got, got, got the away pants on. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay, now we're going to get focused and we're going to play. Yeah. It's like going on playing a game on the way, on a footy trip, yeah. and you're going right. You got to have money or something up, and you're going to go. When we get there, we're playing soon, so everyone can go get loose as they want, because yeah. there's just no chance you're going to say, "All right, we'll have to have a couple of training sessions." No. Not unless there's plenty of cash involved in this, son. Mate, there was a young lad who looked after Connor Jones. Like, yeah, I was talking to your dad about him. Yeah, yeah. I found him in Emerald. Uh, mate of mine was working in Emerald. Emerald, he's a good kid, 17 plus A grade. He's a halfback. So I got my mate at the dog signing on a three-year deal. They brought him to the East. He played with Triggs. We well, played 18s and 20s with Triggs. And then um, went to the Dogs. He had two years of 20s at the Dogs. This is his third year up at Cairns. And um, he's old man's like English. He's always been one of them players. I just didn't think he was going to be an NRL player, but I knew he could be like a 10-year Super League player because he's yeah. too good to just play cup. And because you've got that passport, you don't count as an overseas player. You count as a yeah, you know, yeah, like with the, yeah, well, with the Polynesian yeah. boys. Yeah. You're not yeah. part of the quota. Yeah, yeah. so he um, was about uh, it was July. So their cutoff dates the end of July. Where ours is the end of June. So it was about middle of July. Um, they signed him. Featherston signed him. So whenever he he flew from, he had to move all his stuff from Cairns on the Monday. Drove to Emerald, drove back to Cairns, and then he flew from the international airport there to to England, Manchester. Didn't even meet the team. Had to fly straight to Toronto and play two days yeah. later Jesus. against the Wolfpack. He scored a double on debut. Is that? Killed it. Yeah. Is that was when, he playing half a hooker? He was playing hooker off yeah. the bench. Cameron King was the nine. Yeah. Oh yeah, he um, was going good. So he, Cameron King's obviously back here. So Connor's just going to Selford. Yeah. So he's full time at Selford. So he's he's stoked. So I'm really happy for him. Yeah. Hopefully he gets plays a lot of. And he was yours, yeah. Yeah, he's one of my boys. Yeah. yeah. So I worked with him for mate. What's he now? Twenty four. Six seven years. Yeah, always knew it. Like he's he, he's one of the players that would make it just because he worked hard, like he wanted it. So I said, mate, I, I've pushed him the last three years. Go to England, go to England. Yeah, he's like, oh, I want to try for that NRL dream. Is is he one of the biggest stories like that for you personally for management? Like, what, wow. what players would have been the yeah, biggest? Obviously, biggest story would have been uh, would have been Cody Walker. Yeah, he um, a good mate of mine. Dallas was from. Uh, McLean. Yep. So he's related to Cody and he rang me some he's a good kid here. He's twenty one going on twenty two. He's done. He's gonna play for Casino for the Cougars local team, four hundred bucks a win. Isn't that where um uh what Shannon Walker is? No, nah, he's Kyogle. Kyogle, yeah. And same yeah, comp. Yeah, and he's him and his old man, they make boomerangs. Yeah, probably. They're boomerang yeah, yeah, factory. Yeah. They got so a the, boomerang making business. They're, yeah, they're related, but um yeah. So he, he he played a couple of years of twenties at the Titans played a year of Reggie's at Penrith at Windsor, New South Wales Cup, and he was done. He's given away and put me on him. I said, mate, look, I'll get you up here to East. I think, um, East gave him a full-time job at Suzuki 
Um, Give him three grand sign on, you know, a couple hundred bucks or whatever. It's it was. not a bad little pickup, is yeah. it? He was done. Like, he was giving it away. He got a full time a full time job at Suzuki. He was stoked. So he went and played at ESAT year and, and brained and went really well. So we got him at pre season at Melbourne. Um, he did pre season. There's a week into that, done his shoulder, tore his, tore his shoulder, had to have a recon. So obviously he's down in the dumps there. Mm. Come back to East halfway through the year. He missed the first 12 games of the year. Went on to win um, the, what's the medal? Petro 77 medal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. He won the medal only playing 12 games. 12 out of 24 12 games. games. Yeah. So uh, Melbourne tried to keep him. Oh, no, sorry, no, he signed at Melbourne. So he signed a full-time gig at Melbourne. He was about to debut round 10 of 2014. Tore his hammy at, at training. Yeah, they were meant Wednesday, to play Manly. Yeah. Uh, they played Manly, weren't they? Yeah, yeah that's right. Brookie. Yeah. And um, so that happened, and then and anyway, he went down to the house, and that was that was history. But a bloke who was twenty one, giving away, going to play at casino, to you know helping him and get him up here, and the rest of sort of history. Um, obviously, blokes like that, Corey Thompson, Tommy was a good story. I got Jared McAnally, who played a lot of cup at oh the winger, yep, at East. I've always watched him play. I didn't didn't know him, but I've always watched him play. I thought like he's a Always scores tries. And I was sitting there and had a coffee, and I was like, I reckon I'll get you an NRL gig, you know. And he said, Yeah, sweet. I said, how old are you? He said, 27. I said, I said I'll tell him you're 22. <laughs> I told the dogs, I said, I mean, he's 22, blah, blah. You know, he's, Can't they just he's, look him up or they just don't? Oh, I don't think they really Yeah. Know. And they said, yeah, so they offered him a two-year contract like that. So he's full-time with the dogs. For, he never played um, played NRL, but he, he holds a record for New South Wales Cup, scoring six in a New South Wales Cup game. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so that was a good one. It's pretty impressive effort when you've scored six tries at that level. Yeah, still couldn't get an NRL gig though, but... Um, it's funny that too. It's like when um a lot of that's got to do with riding the the top thirty. Yeah. So if you're not in the top thirty, you can't play unless wingers are injured. And like what was um old mate uh, Lewis, old Lincoln Lewis got sort of told he was playing centre before he yeah. made his debut. He was in the centres in reserve grade yep. and said, "Listen, we don't think we'll be able to debut debut you yep. at all." And they ended up having to. Yeah. Josh Cleveland was killing it. Mm. He got like couldn't get a game. Yeah. yeah and he got he made the team of the of the year. They won the comp. Cleveland couldn't get a, in in against Reddy in the national championship. He was untouchable, yet he couldn't get a gig. And he'd have more array of skills than Lewis would. It's yeah. crazy to see a lot of blokes. Like even last year, I sold mate um the half of Burley didn't, didn't have an NRL contract. He won the Fogarty. Yeah, yeah Fogarty. He's, he's going to the Knights. Yeah, he's a Petro seven seven medalist. Yeah. Was the best player in the comp by miles. Just brained everyone, everyone, yeah. every side they come up against. He was the best player on the field, and no, he wasn't signed with anyone. I said so. that. I said that on on Facebook. I think watching the game, I think I had to cut the beers. But I said the difference in that grand final was the amount of experience in the burly spine. Yeah, yeah, oh, massively. Like you got Politoni, um, Curtis Rose played in a real Fogarty and Dylan Pithy. How good did? How good did uh, Curtis Rowe play in the grand final? Yeah, he was too? unlucky he not was, to get them in the match. He was yeah. fucking unreal. When they won it a couple of years ago, when he did, he slayed it too. Yeah, he was he was in the Tigers system. He played in a real Tigers. Yeah, too. so and just, just a small body like that's his only thing. And they, you know, if you're not a big body at fullback now, you got to be special. They, yeah, special. you have to be doing something yeah. real brilliant. Like he kills it. And you had the Don playing for them. Yeah. Don didn't stand out. Nah. You know what I mean? He's one of those blokes. He'll score tries for you with the right blokes around him. Yeah. But if you would have said he's in there, you would have thought, uh, what's his, the other winger, the indigenous kid who's signed. Um, he just signed a train on trial at the Knights. Yeah. He's played first grade as well. Um, 
Roberts Davis. Yeah, that's him. He could play. Yeah, he, yeah. Tyrone Roberts yeah. Davis, yeah. He plays some games of the Titans, didn't he? Yeah. He did, yeah. He was yeah. Good. yeah, he's a good finisher. You would have thought if you were looking at both them in that grand he final. pick of the two, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but when you when you play in a, grand, like a, a cup grand final and you look at the side and you look at Anthony Don scored 120-plus tries in NRL, you think, yeah. fuck, it's a bit of experience. Roberts Davis has experience. Yeah. Just split of experience across the park. And then you got blokes who haven't played that much in NRL, like Luke Page, who's played yeah. a million games of Q Cup. Yeah, and one, one NRL exactly. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah test what, matches and what shit What is like that. it they don't like about him? Are they worried about him? Oh, he's just too up and down. Yeah. He's not overly good. When he's on, yeah. like, and he'll, he'll rip in, he just doesn't have a lot of, I don't know, like footwork around the Iraq. But <laughs> and he's, he doesn't have PNG, the best hands either. Playing for like, PNG, when they played England in that quarter at the World Cup, he ripped in, he and you're playing to get some real good. That's a gun forward yeah, back pack, yeah. with Burgess, Lockers, Graham, um, Graham was yeah. playing. Jeez, like um, uh, Hodgson. Yeah, Hodgson and O'Loughlin getting injured the week later in that World Cup. That probably cost them winning it because you put them back in the side. They it lose just shows the, 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 the difference in standard, though. Look, from NRL to Queensland Cup, there's such a big gap. Yeah, oh, exactly. like you look at Jamal Fogarty, who's the best half in the Queensland Cup. Yeah, every time we played in the NRL, he struggled. Mm. Whether and it was he did, at the Titans and, or the Eels, and they were bringing him off the bench a bit. You know yeah. what I mean? He just sort of come on in a different role. Like, and then I watched a lot of the BRL highlights this year from Cup to BRL. You yeah, reckon that's like, massive? Mate, yeah, oh, that's, that's even yeah. bigger. They're even bigger yeah. than the NRL. Mate, you look at it? the try scorers. Yeah, the guys that have played Cup before, like Zev John at Redcliffe scored every week. Yeah. That Bryce Donovan, when he played, scored every week. At, you know, as a six. He's gone to North. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and yeah. he Tarly whenever he wanted to score. Like Jimmy it's a, Old. It's a big difference, mate. Look, Jimmy Old's try scorer. I don't know. Like his only thing to stop him playing up would be size. Like you know, like he's tough. Oh, he'll he's rip a, in. Yeah. And he can finish. He's quick. He's quick. It's just you know what I mean. Like I maybe. It's, it's also too righty. Like why do you want to play BRL for 150 a win, or you could go play up in Mackay? And get eight hundred bucks a week. Yeah, that's and, and a job in the mines Monday to Friday. I remember Cole Holcomb telling me yeah. when he played like three, four years of Fogs. Yeah. Like there was one year, the last year he was there, it was fifty win, nothing lost, nothing yeah. to draw. They won two, drew yeah. one, and he was driving from Inogra yeah. to to Ipswich. Ipswich, and then he gets a gig at um, North Ipswich a year later. Within, he said. First three months, they end up losing the prelim. First three months, he'd made more money than he'd made at the Jets in the three years of playing. Made that, made that hundred he would have got from the Jets. He would have owed him one hundred and twenty because his his gear would have cost two hundred and twenty. Yeah, that's Ooh, right. So he would owe the Jets money. Yeah. Oh, massively. Yeah, no, like, yeah. It's crazy. Like it just. But it, like every you look at Wollongong, the comp down there. Like um, Newcastle West, comp. It's ridiculous, mate. Yeah, money. Newcastle. Like oh. we we had a Newcastle um, physio in our camp. And he was he was telling a few of us like you know we can get you eight hundred dollars a win no matter what and then a job straight up yeah and then yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know you oh, you probably heard but um I have coached a little bit and um I was, he's, I was he's, he's a level two coach level yeah. Two, yeah nice yeah, yeah, what, 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 what level is Clint uh, I don't know if he's done the course yet but no no he'd be level one he's just joking brother um, well. I helped out with the USA uh, Tomahawks at Cabra last year. Yeah, yeah. And there was this guy in the team playing, redheaded fellow, telling everyone how he could get houses built for 300 grand out in um, <laughs> Gundawindi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In between games, the spill, it was like he walked past everybody and was hitting them up. I, I was talking to him a couple of weeks. So I tried to get that Jordan Meads out there for him. Okay. I don't know if it, Half, if, when he was looking for a half. Yeah, I don't know if it yeah. ended up. I sort of left it with them too, but. Um, I wonder what. Like, they've got plenty of. 
They've got a good squad. No, but as I said to Mark, no one's moving to Gundy to live there. But he loves it. Yeah, not for nothing anyway. You've got to get a pretty good packet on the back. He hit me up because I coached Uruguay. And there was a couple of kids in it. So we hit Bergs up. Did yep. he know anyone? Bergs gave me the name of these kids, the Papa brothers who start, but they're only young. They're only about 18, 19. But they carve up in there. They live at Fairfield in Western Sydney. Yeah. They went, one of them still goes to Fairfield, Patrician Brothers. Carve up. They've carved up at the, like the Latino origin and things like that. Yep. He goes, would he come out there? And I said, I don't know, mate. I'd take... I don't like going out west when I go to Sydney, but I'd like that better than Gundy. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. like things like that. Like, there's a lot of at least some good stuff to do out yeah, west. My, my brother Todd lived there for about six months, a couple of years ago, and he said no one's moving to Gundy. Nah. Yeah, he said it was the worst six months of his life. Yeah. It, it's always. And he lived in a little town in Cairns called Mariba. Oh yeah. And he said, mate, there's more to do in Mariba than Gundy. Oh yeah. He's got yeah. some guns up there at yeah, the old Brahmins. He, he's, he picked up that. Uh, well, I haven't seen him play Luke Strasser. Yeah, yeah Strauss. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I played. Yeah. I played with him at Brothers. My last yeah, year, right. brother. He's skillful. Yeah. He's not as good as his younger brother, but he, he's pretty skillful. And he was playing BRL at the Gators and that. Yeah, okay. So he's got a decent. He was like rep level footy, uh, touch footy player on that. Yep. So he was, and he was at where he was going all right at West, and then got injured. So mm. and they've got this young kid who'd played a bit of twenties and uh, SG ball at Canterbury. I was reading Jack Ron. Oh, um. Cox, the half. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the kid, he, yeah. he goes really well. And he was pl- playing Sydney Shield and that. So at least he's been playing against men. We've got another one. Dylan Rintold played a lot of 20s and New South Wales Cup of the Dogs as well. So he's getting a lot of players that probably aren't big names like the rest of the Mackay Comp. Which, um, you, yeah, and that's the thing. A couple of injuries or all of a sudden blokes don't like it. Yeah. I saw on uh, Facey, Evander... Oh, Vandy Cummings. Yep. He was looking for a gig to move out into the bush and get a mining a job. Yeah. yeah. He was throwing it up to everybody. Well, Ty Cameron. told me that he spoke to the West coach up there and he signed with him, West Mackay. Well, in this chat he was having, yeah. someone, someone suggested that and he goes to the, the lad he knew, who do I speak to up there? Yeah, there That's where um, Cedric Georgetown is yeah, okay. up there. Yep. He is a try-scoring beast, said yeah. he. Do you play Redcliffe Colts? I don't know. He's native star, and yeah. he's related to Liam. Yeah. Like, and he was scoring copious amounts of tries, and he got player of the Murray Carnival up there. Yeah, right. And that's when they got him a job and brought him up. And they made a couple of GFs. He still scores tries up there. Yeah. He's like just one of those players. He score, he'll score tries against anybody. If, you, if you've got good blokes getting him the footy when he wants it, He's a great finisher. Yeah, well. You guys have put on an absolute rugby league masterclass yeah. at the moment. <laughs> oh, right, he loves it. <laughs> yeah. Me and Reedy is going to Freddie go back to fuck ourselves for a while, eh? You guys can just get in, get this shit going. Right. <laughs> oh, so, man. So, shout out to, um, I saw highlights of another fellow we both know. Yeah. His name's Nathan. Oh. Me, <laughs> and Nathan Hughes. And I'll tell yeah. you the story. When we used to play against him, me and Kitch used to always go, he's fucking psycho-looking fucker yeah. <laughs> old Tibbo. Yeah. And then then one day he just had this both on Facebook on the yeah. same day. We did a coaching course, Level 1, and me and him, the amount of conversation, we've become good mates. And it's almost, hey, man, how you, go? how you going? Mate. And we stood next to each other. And oh, yeah, but on the field, mate, he you want to fucking kill you. You would have had to um, fill out his paper. Yeah, yeah. Can't read or write. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's coaching VRL there. Yeah. yeah, and he just like, just took his opportunity and he had that good side there at Brighton and that. Yeah. And he can coach. He just should have won a couple, two or three comps. He should have won four comps. And then it's just sort of, well, that one up there at Biwa and they said, a uh, big Sammy was saying they had the lead. They're attacking the line. Everyone's getting nervous thinking we'll seal this. Mm. Big One of the big forwards tries to shit offload. Off they get it. 
someone runs it back over halfway, all of a sudden they're on the attack. Just on the back of it. Yeah. yeah. Nah, he's honestly, mate, he'd do anything for you. One of the best yeah, blokes you He's a good man. He wasn't a bad player, either. Nah. He can whack. He hasn't played in what, four or five years. He said, mate, I'm back. I want to play in the, the World Cup for Greece. I thought he so would. So he's trying to get back. Was he wants to captain coach his side? He no, 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 no. He told me he's going to try and just play like, you know, yeah. lower grades. Yeah. Um, but he, he, like, he, yeah, he won't and play. And now, how are you going to wet your beak with footy now? So without... Yeah, what you, yeah, what's your... Yeah, no. I only sort of gave this away last couple of, last couple of weeks. So um, your missus, was she, she, um, was she keen on you giving it away or didn't care? Or? No, I probably didn't care because a lot of travel away and a lot of, lot of yeah. time. And you, you sort of put time and energy into, into people who... Who might not appreciate it as yeah, much as I know the family. Um, I know the family. We got them guys at Mitchie. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, it's 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 one of those things, though, mate. Look, yeah, you know, I'm really passionate about it, so I really want to see people do well because if they make it, I make it. It's not all about the financial for me, you know, doing that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, a couple of things sort of you know, left me a little bit disheartened yeah. and I sort of go away. But I, was, I set up a little program for kids six to ten. Yeah, I saw that. Little, yeah, it's a little free program for kids. Awesome. And, Got him some shirts. These shirts here, thanks. Yeah, Arthur was helping out a bit. Yeah, Arthur helped us out. Um, couple other, couple other coaches. Arthur's a good fella. Yeah, real other, good. Um, dads and, and yeah, what is it? Clinics like little. No, I was doing every Thursday. I got him these shirts and um, up there at D Bay that was where the senior ground was. Yeah, just fifty kids turn up every Thursday. I just run them through. Fifty kids. That's awesome, mate. mate. We run four, four groups. Yep. So four little rotations and yeah, fifteen minutes each. So we do. Uh, fitness, defence, skills, and a contact game. Yeah. Just watch these kids just rip in. Yeah, yeah. See the half so. we some of the half we got at Mitchie, we couldn't do half of that. Nah, so. like sort of got confused before we got the second grid. Did. Well, no, seven, we did, seven, we seven did the, you know four might corners. Be, might be the crossover might be in the, the middle. Coaching, though, oh, geez, that took a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, it's good. I do that every Thursday. I'll do it until everyone sort of starts training again. Um, <clears throat> also, run a little program. It's called um, SEQ Indigenous All Stars. So I've asked you to help us out before, but that's yeah. folded. It sort of fell over last yeah, th- year. Thanks, that broke, that broke my heart. Uh, I've well, gone on. We're, we're back on, this year. I'm back. in. We're back. I'm in. Add so, that to the Roddy resume. We, um, we, we did real, 2017, we made the grand final. It's 50 grand if you win it. Look, it's good money, yeah, It's a man. big comp. Yeah, we, and they fucked it last year because it was the same time as the, as yeah. the Curry knockout, where so the Curry knockout drags heaps everyone. of big names. Yeah. So, And I remember fucking messaging fucking him and Thibaut, yeah. and the boys said, we don't want to go in half-assed. And that's the thing, like, with the Latin Heat, we're going to put in a men's side at the Cabra Nines. Yeah. But, like, uh, Colombia and uh, Chile are putting in a side, and a couple of those other nations are playing a 13-side game in a few weeks, so they won't have much. Yeah. So that um, Howie's not putting in a side this year with the Hawks. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I messaged him the other day. Is that your side? Yeah. yeah well, well, I've been we've I've gone down and played for it twice. I didn't yeah. play the most recent one. I played in um, Critters Dragons. Remember? Gosh, that's right. Yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah, we got up there and you uh, got, you guys spanked oh, us in that know. first seven. That, we got touched up in the final. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was how was that? He, I felt for old Tibbo because yeah, he, he made the call. There was a bit of controversy oh, it, in the semi. It, it, it was dodgy. It was because dodgy. they had they had a tenth man on the field, yeah. and then when they're attacking at the yeah. line, <laughs> oh, and yeah. the thing was. Yeah, the thing was, there was two point difference in the score, where you couldn't just say. So they were All behind. Right. Yeah, they score, they get in front on the yeah. buzzer, having ten on the field. Yeah, yeah, we, it wasn't. Oh, where if it was locked, oh. where if it was locked up, you yeah. could have said, "All right, yeah. that, that, all right, we're going to play ten minutes yeah. extra time for that." Yeah. Yeah. He ended up playing that later on 
when a lot of people were blown up because it was the prize money was winner take all yeah. and it was a good cash. Yeah. You didn't get nothing for second. You it didn't was get nothing seven, for third. Or something, you know? Look, everyone yeah. also had four, five hundred bucks. Yeah, uh, and it was a thing. Like, and he, I went over to see him, and I sat down. And he goes, "I oh, sit here with us." Then he goes. Can you do the four and against in these groups? And I go... And he's already gone through all this paper yeah, everywhere so, trying to write yeah, numbers Yeah, so I'm like that. So I'll have to get some bloke to sit there. Check that, make sure that's correct before we go put... So that'll put them one in this pool. Yeah, that'll put them one in that pool going yep. through. And these some of these boys, these Murray fellas, were fucking angry as mofos. Yeah. So Urquhart was reffing, and they ruled a draw in this game, and he's blowing up at Shawnee. Yeah. Reckon for no, and he goes, mate, how was I going to keep the score? <laughs> You had scorekeeper. Oh, yeah. fucking knock you out for yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. yeah you. The best time I took a team over to the London Nines yeah. in um, 2018. Oh, that's a, that looks a good tournament. Yeah, they get good. some people. Oh, you like, your missus, you're like, look, babe, I've got to do this. Nah, I've just got to take this team over. No, nah, no, nah, yeah, we planned it. It was, yeah. it was all good. We planned it. We took, um, probably ended up taking probably eight guys from Queensland, and we got another seven base there to play for us. Um, look, Lucas. Pew or Powell or something. He played a bit of BRL at Carina. Um, yeah, I've seen his name. Byron know. Crichton, Jack Crichton's. Oh, yeah. Byron from Stanford. He, yeah, yeah. he was the captain of um, North like Hook up for ages, yeah. yeah. Is, is that the 5'8"? The I think he was a hooker. No. Who, Boz? Yeah, Boz. He was a back yeah. rower. What's, um, he was a back what's rower, the, wasn't he? Not a back what, rower What was the centre's name who was playing for was playing first grade at Brothers Rugby? Oh, that's Jim. The Lachlan? other Crichton. Lachlan. Yeah. yeah. He was like his unstoppable bees. Yeah. We played them, had a patch upside. They flogged us the first time. We beat, and Mitchie, they beat us. I played. He was strong, but like it was wet. Yeah. It'd be offside all day. Just tackle him offside. Yeah. Tackling Like Hoops was marking him. Hoops went to school with him. So every time he looked like getting the ball, took him off the ball. We lost like 20 nil, but I thought they'd beat us fucking 60 to 10 the first time with a lot stronger side. Yeah. And they. They had Steve Haggerty was coaching. They could not have lost this grand final, but they did. It always happens, doesn't it? Yeah, they were. Mate, I don't know. I thought no one's going to beat them. Then they lost to St. Joey's, who didn't have any big names, but some some lot of Islander boys that were good yep. players. And we lost to them by six. So I was thinking they belters. Yeah, we only lose to the blokes that win it, lost it, won it by six, yep. and almost drew it right in the. Right yeah, that's the thing. Nothing matters until like nothing what you've done before matters on grand final day. Completely, like as you're saying, like those Brighton sides won two comps outright, completely hadn't lost a game both a years, and then back to back two years in a row they yep. lose a grand final. So you can. It shows the character of the players, especially your halves yeah, and dominant exactly. players, to get you over the line. Well, you that's it. You can go two seasons win. 48 games and then win yeah. a couple of games in the finals and then you lose two games. That then Nothing you, fucking matters. You, you haven't done Roosters, shit. Yeah, Roosters and GF. Like, when Kronk got sin-binned, when I been at the game, you watch it. First thing he did in that break of play was went to the other key players mm. and, then, and then high-fived him so he'd be back in 10 yeah. and laid down the law on what needed to happen. Then when it was, then when it was on at the end, when they made that run down that left side, Kiri jumps out of dummy half, finds Latrell. Latrell finds a flick pass to Tupo. Tupo, and the best player in the world at the moment, pushes up in the middle yeah. and puts them away. Where they had chances down there, I thought that, like, Jack White's a great player, but he's a runner. You know what I mean? And you need, and this is what I, I see the problem with the Cowboys is they're going to have to find a ball playing half because you've got too many runners. Like, Val's still developing that ball, that um, ball playing sweep out the back. Mm. Morgan's a runner. 
You're going to need someone to take the pressure off somewhere in there. I'll be playing Jack Clifford every day. And with um, Drinkwater, you're going to have to play him in that. You're going to have to give him a go on the halves or come off the bench somewhere. Wait, Jake Clifford's the more structured one. Yeah, that's, I'd, if I was if I was um, Paul Green, I'd be playing him for sure. He's because, under the pump, isn't he, Green? Yeah. They won't, no, you don't get too many more get-out-of-jail-free cards. I've got to say, I know Greeny's got a good record. Like He won a couple of comps here. Yeah. He went down and won a 20s comp with the Roosters, and he was an assistant when they yeah. won it, all that sort of stuff. But, mate, he's done nothing. He came back to the Cowboys at a very good time. He came to the Cowboys yeah. at a good side. Since they lost that one, that was un- a great effort to get to, they've been on the slide. But, mate, mate two blokes two blokes got him to that 2017 grand final. Tamalolo and Michael Morgan. Morgan was yeah. in rare form, and everyone and, rode off the back of it. And Ethan yeah. Lowe's golden foot kicked every yeah. fucking goal in the he whole final too. series. Yeah. He didn't miss shit. I told, that, I told that story how Peter Ryan walked in the room, eh, and, and Greenies at the Broncos um, as, as like a skills half coach. And um, Peter Ryan walks in, and he's got the, the forwards and shit, and he's running through some D with them. And Ryan goes, Oi. Get the fuck out, bro. You've never made a tackle in your life. It'd <laughs> be hard to argue with him, wouldn't it? The old, yeah. like oh, a big, rawbone country yeah. boy with those giant shoulders. Is he back at the Bronx now? I think he is. And the Reds, too, wasn't he? Okay. He was doing a bit of like um, consultancy both ways. Like, yeah. Last good. time I saw him, was just what his, uh, one of his kids was playing down at Mitchie, so I used to have a chat to him down there a bit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Still in good nick, isn't he? Yeah. Still looks like he gave a run, dude. Yeah. I know a place he gave a run on a Saturday if he really wanted to. <laughs> Things like that, like that sort of thing. We've got to, you've got to get it out there, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to start fucking hitting some of these yeah, questions? Right Let's go. Right. Hit us up. What do we Let's go? go. So we'll go through. So on the R page first, yeah. So Nate from uh, Rugby League in America podcast. What is the biggest jump that any of you fellas have seen from a player? Meaning, does an NRL player ever come from a uh, lower level, say around 23 or older, trying to compare it to minor league baseball or hockey? We've sort of touched on this yeah. a bit. Kim pulled up a couple of even blokes that he's worked with. Um, it doesn't happen very often because all these like NRL sides, especially, are really good at picking up talent early and bringing them, bringing them in and, and debuting them at the right times. But it does happen. As we said, Corey Thompson's a, a good example for it. Cody Walker... Other blokes like that, but yeah. there's not many. I think Berg's in in the replies to that put up. A, um, um, yeah, what's your face? Going to see our slogan now, Nickel. Darren yeah, Nickel. Yeah, Darren Nickel. Nickel. Yeah. Yeah. He's another one who's older, sort of coming into it. But um, yeah, I couldn't. I can't think of too many the blokes coming through that had success at what they did. It's like um, Shane Perry. Shane Perry had played some first grade at the Dogs. He'd played some first grade at West. West and there was, a few, there was a few years of reserve grade. He'd actually gone back to Redcliffe and was just killing it. a cup player, killing yeah. it in gun Redcliffe side. Yeah. Then then Bennett decided he wanted just basically a bloke to feed Lockyer and let Lockyer do his thing. Yeah. And they got in a roll. They, Berrigan and Hooker was running, things like that. They had Hodges, Hodges runs for almost 200 metres in the first half of that grand final. All those things. And he had um, Hunt on the wing, who was playing like Sailor. Yeah. And he had Stag, who defended centre and attack on the yeah. wing, yep. like mm. sort of things like that. And yep. so, you know, he mixed and matched. See, that's a coach taking a gamble. Sometimes yeah. you've got to throw things out. You've got to get out of the norm, think outside the box. What about um, in that second year you're at West when Jack Reed was, uh, you were playing with Jack yeah. Reed, and I was at training, and Jack Reed, man, he always, he just, he's, his whole thing was, I'm going to play NRL. And I was like, 
have you watched yourself play, cunt? You are shit house. <laughs> like he could he was couldn't fucking catch a cold at that stage, but he just grind and grind yep, and yep. grind and, and you know he, he struggled to make the Redcliffe eighteen yeah. the year before. Yeah, but he was just like, I got to do was this. He, playing he was Fogs. He was playing Fogs at South Logan. I think. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Oh, good story about Daly. That that for all second year Colts two thousand seven. We used to go out. Every Saturday night, like as a team, we'd all end up at one of the boys' houses in the morning. Yeah, and it was always he's like he's place because his mum moved down. The old man sort of stayed in my who dailies? Yeah, dailies. Yeah, so we'd end up back there. Like he'd leave at like ten, eleven o'clock, go home. We're all sort of getting in at four, five in the morning. He's already up doing gym or up stretching, and yeah. he's like, "This guy's going to make it." Yeah, you're like, well, we, we we recovered all Sunday, you know, like into work Monday, but he was straight into it, and and Reddy was pretty similar. As you said like he just wanted to make it, and yeah, uh, Jack Jack Reed was. Average when he came in, but I think to a point he was underrated at like at some point in his career because I saw I watched a, a game the other night. It was 2011. The Broncos played the Knights in through Origin, and they had six blokes out from Origin as the Broncos normally do, and we had a couple of injuries, and the side was well depleted. And Jack Reed ended up scoring two tries in the centres and. The Broncos were shot and they were down by, it was 18 6 at half time or something. And the yeah. Broncos really undergun, undermanned, came back. A bench full of blokes who were debuting in the NRL. Yeah. And they yeah. come through and win the game. And Jack Reed was a standout in that game for me. And I was just thinking, fuck, he, I never saw him as being that much of a gun. But then when I watch that game back now, I think, fucking hell, without him in the centres there defending that edge against Matadia and some of the, like Matadia was playing. For Australia at that time, he was 20 years old or whatever he was. I remember him at North and he was good cup centre, yeah. but you wouldn't have thought he was end up playing for England a couple of years later. Yeah, like, yeah. Did he score the first try in the grand final where he set it up? Um, Did he set Oates up or Oates set him up? He set Oates up. Said Oates, Oates, yeah. Up, yeah, yeah. Quick catch, quick, quick hands. Yeah, yeah. Offload, yeah, yeah, tipped it on. Yeah. And he scored one off Gillette when Thurston dropped it. And like yeah, th- and Gillette gave it to Reed, who scored. Like he's still with the Bronx, doing all their Sunshine Coast development. He helped me out with this little program. Give me like ten Broncos members bags, and yeah, to give it to kids and that. So he's still good. And can you get one for Freddie? Or- <laughs> 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 well, that, that same year, man. Like when we played uh, Boyd at um, Burley, yeah. And then the year after, he signed with in like he's twenty five. We're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like he, he played was all one right, cup game you know? that year in cold, yeah. and. He was okay, mm. you know, like, and they just they just beat Redcliffe to get in the GF, and I, he's all right. But if you had said to me he'll be playing in the grand final, and you're like, oh, mate, he's all right. I don't know yeah. about that. But NRL grand final twelve months later, yeah. they like that story with Daly. Like when he signed at Manly, it was like ten grand and a groundskeeper job. Was five man, yeah. like it was because his old boy knew old mate at Manly as well. Oh really? Yeah, yeah Troy. Yeah. They reckon he's a good dude. Yeah, like, Troy's legend. Yeah, and loose. Yeah. Bruce, yeah, and he was always getting suspended as a player. I remember watching yeah, as a kid, yeah. and that was the thing. Like, and even his first year there, they never made the finals. It wasn't his second year of twenties. He mm. really started they playing well. Won it that year, actually. Oh, that was, was the biggest foreign. Yeah, foreign. Hardy, yeah, that that Europe, um, Oldfield. Yeah, good side. Uh. All these blokes are going on to play NRL, and that was the thing. Yeah, they just they they just lost the first semi and then got beaten the second. Yeah, and, and um. At Suncorp. Yeah. Um, Jakey Morris hits us with two. goes, thoughts on ad- uh, adopting a cap salary for marquee men like Super League do? And uh, should the player's salary be made public like most other sports? I'm not in favour of it just because the Roosters could come and get someone else who's fantastic and they're good enough as it is. Um, different over there because they 
have that soccer kind of uh, mold where you bring in someone to attract. And in A-League and that, where soccer isn't as big in Australia, despite what they say, you bring in like... I remember they brought Dwight York the yeah, the A-League and that. So everyone wants to watch these sort of blokes and who ADP. have played. Yeah, yeah. They want to go here and watch these. I don't think it, the NRL... It kind of defeats the salary cap purpose if but, you can if you're rich enough. But the right, Broncos. But like really, who who's marquee enough to come to the NRL? Yeah, it'd from, have from to a be, different sport. And you'd have to get. A, a, could they? Yeah. NFL blokes couldn't adapt to what we do. Especially straight in away. a marquee way. Yeah. And yeah, and who's who's deciding who's marquee? You know, yeah. like yeah, and who's going to be the, who's going to be the one to say right? This is the cutoff. Or you this, can't let yeah. the NRL because Ian Schubert. Yeah, yeah. yeah but would it be would, would it be like uh? So just say, remember when Darren Lockie kind of got public knowledge that he took a cut to so that the to build that Broncos in that last couple of years or something like? Oh, I think he, with that anyway, though, Freddie, there should be. You know, when Melbourne got done for salary cap, yeah, yeah. all them players they developed. Yeah, all them players they brought to the club and they developed. They should get an allowance for keeping all these kids at the club. Yeah. So someone like Lockie who's been there, I know it's ten years, but it's only like two hundred grand. Yeah, it's not. It should, much. Be, it should be exempt and, from the cap. And if at the time you're a six or seven hundred grand player, yeah. two hundred of that, yeah. you know, is not a big, yeah, no. um, you know, and allowance. I, and, and I think with the making the salary public, I reckon it puts way more pressure on the player. Yeah, I, you know, like, I, I kind of agree with it just because. It takes all the questions out of the salary cap drama, and we can't sit here and go, "Oh, the Roosters are under this big salary sombrero." And there's no more arg, there's no more grey area for for the viewer, for the fans, and it also, as you say, keeps the players true. Like, you know, you're a fucking you're you're a middle wage, say you're on 150. You know, you're not fucking can't go around big dick swinging. Like you yeah. still got work to do, and then. The blokes up the top have to fight because everyone knows. Everyone knows now that you're on eight hundred. Do you better do your job, or else you, everyone will turn on you pretty quick. So, keeps everyone true, keeps everyone working. So I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. But, but all that expectation brings pressure. Yeah. Look, at look at Taylor. The, like, yeah. yeah, look at that. Folded like look origami. At, eh? Look at Latrell. <laughs> Who gives a flying fuck if the kid's gone for his third manager in fucking yeah. twelve months? But press have access to that yeah. and it's unfortunate and you said that in that uh, in that discussion or the Facebook yeah. discussion we were talking about before yeah. you accept that if you don't like the spotlight yeah. this is not for you 100%. you know what I mean like things like that and it, when we talk about like with um with like Warner and Smith in the cricket you out there earning copious hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. so you have to be held accountable for something you know like when you if you Commit, if you want 25k a week, yeah, you've got to perform. Otherwise, you're going to cop it. And that's the thing. Like when um, what you say is Adam Blair went to the Tigers and they paid big money to get yeah. him from there, and he played dog shit. Yeah. And all those supporters are filthy, and they weren't winning games. And he, more importantly, they'd win a few, but he wasn't playing good football. No. no. And then they're no, going, right. we're paying this bloke yeah. what 800 grand when we could have been paying. A bloke better than him, four hundred. West Tigers can't talk, mate. Look at yeah, go. Terrible. Oh my god, their what management needs go. to be shot. Yeah. Also, just a side note, Jake Morris has got the biggest testicles I've ever seen. Yeah, does dick, dick to ball ratio. Oh horrible, man, they're huge. Had you it's ever horrible. met Jakey before? No, He's no, no. one of our um, players. But uh, does she like? Does his missus wear a snorkel when he busts on her face, <laughs> or like you know? You'd, you'd have, have to think him, so. Thursday night, you should ask him. Okay, <laughs> I, will, I will. Like, oh, it, I'm on your side. Elephantitis in his nuts. Yeah, and his, his cock's just normal. But then the balls, you just like, yeah. wow, like a chow time. Everyone's you're just like, 
Everyone's got a party trick. Look at Jake's dick and balls because it's yeah. It's Everyone's got a party trick. And his is having yeah. John it's on like, the snuts. It's, it's like you know Randy out of South Park when he yeah. gets he gives himself cancer yeah, yeah, and they yeah, get real yeah. big yeah. and he's carrying around in the wheelbarrow. That's correct. Um, <laughs> your brother, um, Kimmy. He goes, if the shoulder charge was still legal, would you still be playing? <laughs> shoulder charge only um, got banned four or five years ago. Yeah. Or, or, or a time 2013, yeah. Yeah, or a time a long time ago, Ty. <laughs> Thanks for input, champ. Yeah. And then Mike Simpson goes, one of the best uncles going around. Oh, Simo. Oh, he loves his second division. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good man, Mike Simpson. Yeah, he, get, he gives it a he gives it heaps of publicity. Nah, he's a good man. Which is, you need that. Like, yep. blokes appreciate games being covered. And that's the thing, mate. Blokes like him and Matty Crowhurst, they don't get paid a dollar for what they do, by the QRL or the BRL well, or... Things like, and with Matty Crowhurst, um, recent dramas yeah. he had, yeah. you know, like, things like that, you're doing it for free. I think that you could have just, a warning would have yeah, been, 100%. you know, it's, it's sufficient. Mate, you know, those type of things, just say, listen, mate, yeah. we can't be having that, yeah. you know, knock that off. Because he was doing that to try and um, get himself like a bit of notoriety yeah. and improve his brand. There's also there's a bit of meaning behind that one. He's also trying to help tie out. Oh, was he? Because the same paper smashed my brother for something you know a lot smaller. Something yeah. that Fruity yeah. probably got some um, knowledge in. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Um, Fruity's far and, worse um, than poor Ty. And they, they they smashed Ty in the paper. Yet they yet this bloke up there they didn't want they didn't want a bar of it. But I found it so stupid, man. It, yeah. Like it, it, one had nothing to do. Like it's like yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's if, it, if it was that bad, yeah. if it was that bad, wouldn't the club have said, "Mate, you need to move on"? Yeah, yeah if that it's wasn't ridiculous. nothing like that happened. We got a message on our any given Monday's Facebook page. Oh, yep. Um, from a bloke named um, Gould Mark Kate, who oh. is yeah, um, he's, he's my under under uh, Nine's team manager. Yeah, he said here, he said, hey, gents, I'm Kim's Narangba Rangers team manager. Um, can you ask him who his top player in his side was and if he was still their age, would he even get a run in the side? <laughs> oh, Goody's a legend. Um, Goody tells me how good he is and the stories just get bigger, you know, <laughs> yeah. the more beers he's had. He's one of those blokes, but he's a legend, Goody. Um, he also followed it up with a question that says, also, what's the go with the lady water in brackets, pink cruisers? Oh, mate. <laughs> You're getting a bit of a. I've, I've had the last two weeks on, on Facebook like every day, and yeah. I was struggling. A couple of weeks ago, I was really struggling. I thought, no, nah, no, a couple of days ago, sorry. Went to Belvedere and had a pink cruiser, and the missus having an espresso martini. She took a photo of it. So they're into me about the pink cruiser. Is, um, they just go down so nice. In the last, this holiday season, have you just been hitting it hard? Give me yeah. Like, yeah. Even uh, on the way here, I had a couple of beers. Yeah. I was just like, what are you doing? Oh, you get that buzz on, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. So it's time yeah. to probably slow it, a bit. Is, um, uh, what, are you trying to lay off now? And no, what, no New Year's resos or? Have a look at me, Fred. <laughs> doesn't look like I thought you'd be bulking for a comeback. Nah, 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 <laughs> or you could always find Hodges in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> You'd lay that kind of out. You'd nah, blow him that, over. That is, none from 12. Yeah. That's, that's not my go either. Yeah. Well, we better, we'll keep going, but we'll get Kimmy out of here. Um, he's on his... Cup, Q Cup, just quickly before you go, who do you reckon? Who, who would be, a lot of sides have added. I see Redcliffe have gone and bought... Billy McConaughey, Ben Shay, Marmon Barber. Um, uh, what's his face? Cameron Cullen's back. He'll be a massive plus. Whoever's got the best halfback wins for me. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to look whoever's got the best halfback. But I'll tell you, the bottom four will be Ipswich. Yeah, they'll, gonna... they'll, 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 they'll run. Oh, they've, yeah, they'll they've fight, got a recruit. They'll fight Papua New Guinea, Capras and Cutters. There's your bottom so four. You reckon um, Matty Church, he's, he's kept basically the same squad as they had last year. I don't know if he had too many options. I was talking Tough to Tommy key. Butterfield's old man who lived in Papua New Guinea for 
20, 25 years, he said, death threats are real in Papua New Guinea. Yeah. He said, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, oh, um, yeah. I... Oh, I hope he does well. Chelsea, good bloke. Played yeah. footy with Chelsea, real good fella. I hope he does well. Just yeah, another another former West bloke. Tough, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's been uh, around. Tough gig, brothers, man. I, oh, I don't know. If if Burley lost Fogarty, that's going to hurt him. Um, uh, Mitchell Seymour says, ask him if Matty Lennon's to, uh, torpy bomb has come down <laughs> yeah, yet. Yeah, Matty Lennon. Do you remember Matty Lennon played? Yeah, 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 play, yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah. He's just says he's big torpies. Hey, no. mate, he was he was contracted to the Bulls. The Lions, the Reds, the Broncos. Oh, yes. Yeah. Nah, you ask him. He used to yeah, tell us. Yeah. Yeah. And the story, the story used to change every that's day. A, that's the same bloke who was a Gators, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'd tell you a story and the lie would get and back got, to him and he'd start got two years it. for the Jack 3D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he, he played in that Coltsman aside on the yeah. wing. Doggy, good player. Fuck, lucky they didn't just test everyone for Jack 3D in that year. Yeah, you know, yeah. Everyone was like, this is sick. I remember Benny Matt saying <laughs> he was working the supplements joint and when it officially was going to be barred within... X amount of weeks, people piled yeah. in and started buying yeah. bucket loads, trying it. it was like going to Costco at Christmas, everyone trying to load up. <laughs> All right, we'll use talk level right. two coach and I'll walk him out. Okay, okay, mate. Thanks, thanks for coming, Legend, Kimmy. Legend, bro. Thank you. Cheers, Ryan. Um, so, yeah, Keenan's beans for the uh, Murray Carnival later in the year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'll get, um, get tips in the apple, Blake. I'll do it, yeah, 100%. Nice, sweet. Good to see you, brother. See you later, mate. Appreciate it coming. Well, what are we... What else we got here, mate? What are we thinking, right, about the upcoming preseason at Mitchy? What, what's, what's the plans? How's it working? Running. How do you running. see it running? We're going to be a lot more organised defensively next year, like structure-wise and that. Educate a few boys, just like things like you kick deep into an end goal. You've got to know when to let them up and work at marker. So it gives their forwards time to get onside and they burn, they're burning up tackles with their backs hitting it out before their big rampage and forwards get down there things like that strong kick chase and everyone's got to be dragging each other out so if you're like you're the three man you've got to be the captain of the kick chase so you've got to be yeah. dragging everyone with you yeah. and that's got to follow into the into the middles into the middle and, and under the, the other side yeah, yeah right but it with a lot of that sort of stuff is too is all just effort based so if we get like effort based style things on the kick chase and then on your line speed especially one thing we've lacked in the last few years is just that little bit of line speed so i feel like if we do get stuck into that side of the defensive defensive work in pre-season if we can get our line speed up and get our kick chases right there's two things that go a long way to winning footy games you know oh yeah ball security line speed and belief in the team and you got to believe in each other just believe in me jump on these fucking shoulders <laughs> well, well, um, what, what's your uh new year's resolution right i'm doing it just keep training. Yeah. Might even have a run or two if they need me in the threes at some point. We need you in the ones, mate. What are you talking about? Nice, nice. The <laughs> assistant coach who plays now and then. I get to make my own job description. How many games we played together, me and you? One or two? I don't think we have. We haven't got a game together no, yet. I think we did because when I come back and played three. Like, yeah, I didn't play. I coached because ah, we had enough players. We'll have to make that happen. Yeah, have to. That'd be a buzz. That would have been, that would have been good. I played against you. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that yeah. was good. We had some good times back then. You got then. that shot on me, supposedly. Yeah, Meninga. Yeah. <laughs> you got sprayed. <laughs> this was, uh, this was uh, in your PP stage, pre-peptides. Yeah. So you weren't, like, <laughs> you weren't, you weren't though, deadlifting did, 200 kegs. Did then. you do a rezo, Dana? Not me. No. Nah. Fuck. What? Oh. No point lying to yourself, you know. <laughs> I figured. I figured. Well, it doesn't always have to be about um, drugs and drinking. Like, yeah, well, yeah. what else am I going to say? Now? Always, My life's pretty great, you know. I'm always like sort of harsh on myself in a lot of ways. I just want to make and 
make the most of some of these coaching opportunities, keeps keep out networking. Just like I go better in life when I'm looking after myself and I'm healthy. When I don't, I start fucking hearing the choppers a little bit because I'm I'm like that. Like I fucking like psychoanalyze a lot of things. So when I'm feeling healthy and fit, you're feeling confident, and that's a thing. And it's like in a footy team, when we're fit, if we're fit early, those first eight weeks and you win anywhere from four plus out of the first eight, you've you've started well and you're not going to – if you drop – you'll drop games where you won't play well during the year and it won't be a catastrophe and you won't feel like you need to re reinvent the wheel. So I like to take that the, in um, my life approach. Yeah, I reckon the, the – like I don't think res- resolution – like it's just – Sounds, it's, it's such, sounds a bit of a jerk. Yeah, yeah a bit of a jerk when, circle. When everyone's te- – like, we what? should do a jerk circle live on oh, this. Yeah. But um, yeah, don't, it's just a bit wanky, eh? But well, one um, of my mates, I said you got. Did you do a jerk circle with him? No, no. I'm glad knowing this bloke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I sent him a message. Any Lame. news resolution, bloke? And he sent about fucking two paragraphs of them. And I'm thinking, holy fuck, you're no chance. You could do you're three no or four. <laughs> you've said you've made about eight. Mate, if you got three of these, three of these like eat better, get active, things like that, yeah. things this like is, joining a fucking kayak club. The man's yeah. never talked to me about kayaking in the twenty years I've known him. <laughs> Fuck me, join a running. You sound club. exactly was, like your mate Jackson Uzabagger. Every week comes up with another four or I've five things that he board. has to do. He's joining the big, wa- big whiteboard and then. Yeah. How's he? How's your whiteboard going, bro? He's digging in. He's digging in, he's digging in because his dad's coaching. He gets a chance to play with his brother. They sampled it when we were and in the Uruguay uh, 13, and they've got that buzz on. But when your dad's coaching and your brother's inside, and it applies to both the boys, you got to have a crack. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you want to show up too, you can yeah. fucking come in one, one time. Yeah, you can't say, like, yeah, you got to be. Which you should guy. be doing anyway, but it just gives you more incentive, especially for those fellas. Like 100%. The young fella hadn't played, like Declan didn't get to play man. last year, and Uzi with work and shit whatever he hasn't played a lot of footy in the last couple of years so now he's both of them got really no excuse and I hope they do alright but yeah, and, da- and who's as keen as beans we're having a coaching meeting on Thursday night I've heard before oh yeah yeah nice so, so we can nut a few things out I was um I was with my mates at New Year's up the Mapleton mm. have you been up there no yeah, yeah I it, was up there on New Year's I was up at I was you're up there, bro. Oh, yeah. I can't remember where it was. It was around that area, but I was And we didn't even hang. Property. Nah. We didn't even hang. But yeah. You didn't even know you're in the hood. They did. Uh, we, we, did we did resolutions after many a joints, but, um, and mine was to bust more nuts. And my missus goes, Well, you better fucking find a new one because that's not happening. <laughs> but I don't need her to bust nuts. <laughs> you just need to make sure she knows before you go. Oh, and there's, nuts, uh, yeah. there's a bit of. Uh, Love interest on the home front for you, Dano. A certain, yeah, girl, a certain girl that we know at the gym just became single again. We won't mention any names. And Nate Gladden. <laughs> and I've already, t- I've Nate already Gladden, been like, all right, my boy's keen. I've got no idea who you're talking about. Uh, so Nate Gladden. Did you say you, you had a date tonight? Yeah. No, I had a dinner planned, but I had to reschedule. And who was this with? Um, no one. It's just a certain somebody, but I had to reschedule. Uh-huh. Because I couldn't miss this, especially having a under Kim. Is it a Tinder? Hey, Kimmy. Nah. Nah. I actually haven't been on Tinder in that long and I keep getting notifications saying, Where'd you meet this girl? Come back Tinder Gold. And she's just an old friend, bro. Have you fucked her yet? Oh, maybe. Whoa. Oh. Well, see, they're already. I might give you the goss off step. there, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. 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 That's the spirit. 
Well, there we go. So a possible love interest for Dano. So Laney, Laney goes the benefits of ordering extra toast with a big brekkie and 600 mil Coke. Oh, fuck yeah, on a footy trip. That's great. Yeah. I wonder what... 600 mil uh, Coke for brekkie, oh, right? Yeah, well, by the time we get up and we'd been out in the pist before 4am, I needed to recharge myself. I wonder if Laney <laughs> feels the benefit of actually admitting to the world that he's in a relationship and no. stop putting up... Stop sending me messages when he's out with Uzi on the drink trying to make out like he's carefree and single. Just accept it, bro. Accept it. Embrace it. Your life's changed. Lucas Paul? Yeah, Lucas said he's made of mine. He'll be down at Mitchie this year. Playing tell, us, tell us how big your wheel is. Not very. Not very. Wheel as in dicks. Yeah, as in me, me wheel. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's not impressive. Oh, this is on yours, eh, Dano? Yeah, yeah, it's not impressive. Like, it, there's a little bit of something there, but I wouldn't be... Um, God bless you. Be I wouldn't going. be giving myself a rap too much. Um, Freddy, what about you? you sort of I'm definitely more like... Uh, my, my, the width is... It, my length isn't impressive. If I have anything at all, it's a bit of a bit, <laughs> a bit, bit, bit of girth. Bit but of even girth, that, nice. man, I'm struggling. Yeah, so that's yeah. Like, it's just struggles. Yeah. Sometimes like, while I'm doing it, I try to slide a finger in there yeah. too, just to make it feel like I'm a bit fatter. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. sometimes the old trick was the condom over with an acorn at the top. So <laughs> it just adds that, adds that little bit. Kim leaves and the show goes to a three. I was going to say, we're almost civilized tonight. Yeah. When what about yours, Roddy? I feel like yours would have hair down to nearly the knob, which is black, <laughs> Joe Scully hair. <laughs> no, not that bad. A, not that bad. The old hooded warrior. I like it. But well yeah, done. but with the, um, you know, with like the goals and shit. I reckon the people that sit like they set a goal, it's like especially with fitness, right, and working out. It's I, I it's just I, I believe if you just go in there do something, don't yeah. be like I'm going to be fucking jacked in six months, you know. Just and then get, what if you're not? Yeah. yeah, that's why I went and joined up with um, BodyFit before Christmas because I thought why well, be one of the goons that wait? And I'd just been going to the gym and I thought I'm not doing enough cardio. Go there and you know any. And I tell blokes who always talk about they need to lose weight. I say group setup, like footy training. It makes it so get, much easier right? when oh, you got yes. blokes or got people around, especially some like body fit, all the like chicks and shit there. Like, bro, if if I did, if I had time and like to join like a PLC or some fucking gay shit, like a, like a a fit stop or one of them fucking things, bros, yeah. I'd be all around because the amount of hot bitches Crossfit. that go there, really, Crossfit. fucking unbelievable. Crossfit here and get trained by Freddy. Oh. I don't think my body's built for CrossFit. If I threw my arms like that, I reckon I'd tear something straight away. And that's the thing. Like, you've got to find what... My rig suit. isn't that... You isn't good enough. My ligaments are fucked. My joints are fucked. I'm just fucked. You've got to yeah. find the training that suits yeah. you with that sort of shit. Like, people see something and want to do it. Like, my mate talking about joining a kayak club. That's one. <laughs> that's one, hilarious. He's that's never sweet. kayaked before. One, you live at Evident Park. Okay. <laughs> Unless there's a flood Kayaking coming in. the brook, don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> if, you say, if you just said... I wouldn't mind getting a bit more active, hit the beach sometime, you know, maybe do a bit of kayaking once I go, yeah, that's sweet, people yeah. go to the beach. Yeah. Cool. Join a kayak. Yeah. Do, does anyone even know where the fuck then you'd find a kayak club? Then, then he tagged me and four other people and see if we want to do this stair run in <laughs> June, which is close to Mad Monday, at the Gabba. And I'm going... Oh, yeah, they do it every year. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. And you've got, to pay, you've got to pay to <laughs> yeah. go to this thing. I'm going... So you do the stairs and you run all the way around the stadium and do, like, do up and down the stairs. Yeah, each. I think that's yeah. it. Fuck that. It'd be, can you picture the old quads? <laughs> Fuck yeah. that for a living. Oh, you man. And all those whippets that just, you know, people Fuck, want. I'd probably, I'm too busy having sex to do shit like that, man. Sweet, yeah. sweet. <laughs> and so is Dano with his <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, he loved up. <laughs> 
Finger guns in your bums, boys. And there things like that where you got to pay to go to this. I can understand you're paying to go to group fitness, paying to go to boot camp, paying to go to CrossFit because it's a training area that you're teed up and you're being supervised by people and they're putting the equipment out. Mm. Everyone thinks that 50 bucks like is expensive to pay for uh, PT. And I go, well, not really. People are giving you their time. It's a going rate. What's a going rate for you now? Like, have you PT'd someone? If I PT'd someone that I didn't know, yeah. I'd, I'd probably charge around that that 95 bucks. For an hour? An hour, yeah. Yeah, see, and you can't beat that. That's less than yeah. 50. But, with... like, I know, like, I've got good PT mates that work out of, like, inner city. But they're also, one thing about them is, like, I, I, I find that I'm I'm pretty decent within, like, barbell stuff. You know, mm. like, I've, that's kind of my specialty is be able to, you know, also break down, like, lifts. and But, like, in, you know, other PTs, he's good at boxing and holding pads. Yeah. And those motherfuckers are working when they're holding the pads. Yeah. And, and he'll charge 120 for yeah. 45 minutes. And yeah. people are providing the service. Wow. They're mm. teeing up. They're teeing up the, um, you know, the place to do it. You've got to pay for rent of this joint, pay for power, whatever. You've got to get the equipment out. It's part of the it's part of the service you're providing. Yeah. If you had a good but, client base, just like as well, that, that's probably but, mate. Yeah, but as but, as I would as I've always thought about PT and like especially there was a massive boom like years ago. Everyone oh, decided yeah. they want to be a PT, and now there's that many around, and only the good ones survive. You've seen yeah. so many of them coming. I've got mates who have. Um, I got a, I got a mate who was a third year chippy apprentice he was just about finished and gave it away just to be a pt because he wanted to do it that badly yeah and now he's had to go back and finish his apprenticeship and because he just became a pt I, and yeah. just couldn't get any work when i was, when, when when I was in it. between work man when i come back and i knew i just didn't want to go back to gas fitting this is before i got the job at mount maria i tried pt out of an actual globo gym in the valley so i was like i'll, I'll do it's uh good life so yeah. you go and you do their, no, little, is, their yeah. induction and the one in the valley. And I was like, I'll do that. Because Offerdale used to do it. He made good cash. Yeah. Offerdale's a bit more of a salesman than me. Like he's got yeah. a bit more chat. And um, I did it. Hold on, hold on. He's Mark like, Offerdale. He lives well, he's, Yeah, you know, he, he talks all bull. He doesn't he's know what he's talking people. about. Like, he's not he's in Gundy. Yeah. He, he's not educated. He's he, the he, second greatest he li- export from Gundy. All he does is... Third re- if you count. He both loads, brother. He just regurgitates information that he hears on podcasts. Yeah. Um, he, I, I went and I tried that. I lasted two weeks there, yeah. and I. But just because my the clientele that I was getting, I had, um, this really nice lady, but she was one hundred and fifty kilos and about sixty five years old. So she was one of my clients. I didn't mind training her, but then two other clients, I had two gay escorts, like um, two male gay escorts. I made three with you, really. What's that? Three years together there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, but and 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 not that I didn't I didn't care about that, but it's just the. Like they were, uh, they, you know, they, and then they get a bit, a bit, bit touchy feely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was, and I just was like, this isn't the type of people I want to be training. I want to be training athletes. And, and yeah. yeah and then you just started people. to come but, down yeah. and meet you and yeah. see the boys. I like it. But man, yeah. some of his stories, this one guy is pretty cool. Some of his stories about how, uh, how he made his money and how it's usually, uh, uh, married men, like married to women, men that get him over to massage and then. You yeah, know? <laughs> no, sir. Fuck, no crazy. Yeah. Do you still have his number? Because <laughs> there's a few blokes out at Mitchie who probably yeah, could big, benefit from a bit fans. of Lady, from, from a gay experience. Like good life, the valley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That the, bloke is those two denial. flamboyant yeah. dudes that are touching each other. He is in denial. He's, get, he's joined up for six months tomorrow. I'll tell you. <laughs> we got any other questions? There was um, a couple. DJ, DJ had one. 
on. He was talking about the US. USA. Yeah, go to my page. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit. It's a, interesting the way he words it. It's a, it's a bit deep. So DJ goes. DJ's D- David Ellis. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. right. Where does the J come from? David Junior's dad's name's David. Senior okay, sweet. You ask. All right, Dave. Idea to grow game in USA 2022. Should rugby league play in a uh, four nations tournament in the USA? Build it up for a year, promote it every which way you can. Have kangaroos, kiwis, and maybe another second tier nation alongside hawks playing double headers. Try get. I'll press the search more button. Try get Jesus. Try get fans interested over their um their teams one and two ranked in the world and playing and are playing get all teams to visit schools and have programs and and stuff like that. Um, it, it sounds a good idea, but the but, thing is getting the cash to do it. And they played in Denver. And I love the idea, but unfortunately, the organisation was shit house, and people didn't get paid. Why? Why would like my question is like obviously that'd be that's ideal, that'd be great, but why would World like the Rugby League International Federation do it? Why? Yeah. Like, I just don't get like. Obviously, it'd be a goal, but there's no reason for them to do it. Why wouldn't they have it in Australia where they know they're going to get? All these people to the game, or do it in New Zealand, or do it in England, or do the it. The thing is, an established yeah, the, nation because the NRL does not give a fuck, and you got to make money about off it growing the, the game. The like I've said this before, like, and some people like Paisley come in when we were debating a few things, like Ronaldo Matalio, John Morris, the Sharks coach, does not give a fuck if the USA qualified for the World Cup or not. If he did, he'd say that's nice. Yeah, but he does give a fuck about. Ronaldo Montalio, who is a first grader in his squad at yeah. the Sharks, yeah. and they pay his way. So if he goes over there and blew a knee out, you know, then you've got to, it takes time to get him back to this country and to rehab him, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You know, that slows down. When they played, when they played in um, Denver, there was a couple of delayed flights, and Marty Tapao didn't get back to manly training until Thursday. You know, yeah, so yeah. the thing like club coaches are going to be shitted off at that. Where, I, and where would you play it? You know what I mean? Yeah, my yeah, my business, my business plan for it, and I, a lot of people probably think this is wrong, but it's exactly what McDermott touched on, where they've built something in Toronto and people have got excited about it. They need to build that same thing in New York, yeah. and then yep. at least that Northeast can get excited about it, and then and then. Uh, that that competition, people can see. Oh, I want to try to do that, and this is the competition to do it through. And then, but also, I think that East Coast has got to do it more like what Dildo just put t- together. Look, yeah. Yeah. Look at how much momentum that's gathered yeah. just from that idea coming up. But it's got to be also. It's got to be like a lot of things. You can't just build it from the top. It has to be built from yeah, the bottom. Like hundred like, percent. So, so you can't just jump in and say, right, we'll put a four nations here. We'll throw everything at it. Because why yeah. why would why would people in America yeah I know go, but like, I think they need to see something yeah exactly that's yeah. what I'm saying you need to start from the ground yeah. up you need to start with the New York and yeah. then to get them in while you have that up there exactly hey, like and then build yeah. down here while you pump got, them yeah. pump this and build from the bottom and then you'll get there and then there will be a point where this would be like not like a four nations in the, in America won't be out of the question there will be a point if you keep working from the bottom up where this is ultimately one day going to become a reality yeah. but you can't just go from nothing to bang a four nations and hopefully every cunt shows up and well, if they don't well fuck we just well. wasted four nations we wasted all the chances of making money in australia england 
um, New Zealand, we wasted pretty much the broadcasting rights because the broadcasting times from America to Australia would be shit ass. Blokes would be waking up at fucking two AM to watch games and shit. It just wouldn't just wouldn't work. Yeah. You can't just go straight to the top without building the bottom. What what I would probably like to see it'd be New York playing Toronto in the main game and Canada playing the USA in the curtain raiser. Yeah. Something like that at first before we went to the big dogs. Yeah, I agree. And I agree. and like, all those things about junior development, that getting the schools, all that, and should be more of that. And I was saying that to Freddie heaps, and that was probably one thing too. See, they're hamstrung by the to- their time constraints with organisation. Yeah, I would like to have seen a couple of you boys, especially lads like yourself, Eichner's. You know, been in Australia for a few years. He would have been a lot of coaching clinics and things like that, either up north and down and down in New South Wales when he was at Junee and stuff. Those sort of things are what we need to do. Like Tommy Stevenson just said there, looking to get involved with a college somewhere in California, which is fantastic. Things like that. These are the way to go. Everyone's got ideas and that would be great. We'd love to have a test going over there, but we need to get more of a base established. And I think the Hawks need to be playing a couple of home internationals this year like hopefully against Canada and against Jamaica, someone that's close by. Like, who was that you were saying that uh, they were, wanted to go play in Europe? They're ahead of you on the, um, the rankings. Serbia. Um, Serbia. Serbia. See, the thing is there, that's gonna, you're going to ask blokes to pay their own way. So you're not going to get no Aussie blokes. You're not going to get this and that. Like, if you could get two or three years to go in key roles and take a lot of like local-based blokes that would probably be a good idea to do that. Yeah. But it's just the whole thing about people having to pay their own way. They got to get got to get sponsorship and you got to get people interested in these into the into the competition. Yeah. And you just got to get people willing to put in the work and just not yeah. wanting the fucking title to head yeah, in, you exactly. know. Um, we better touch on Alex on um Big Owls because he's our biggest fucking fan. Yeah. Um where is Latrell going and up? South, I reckon that's the talk, and that I reckon Alex Johnson will be signing with, with the, the Tigers, Tigers. Yeah. and that'd make sense. Um, do you reckon even once Johnson goes, I'll have the money? Well, he'll have to take a mad pay cut for the he's, first one at least. He's going to have to, but then again, if he's going to take a pay cut, why not stay at the Roosters? You know, like I just don't see why, if he's willing to take a pay cut, why he's not going to stay. Because you, you're at a side where you've got a very good opportunity to win another premiership. Your third premiership win in five NRL seasons, whatever he is. Yeah. And you got one of the best coaches going around. You're on the edge with Boyd Cordner and Luke Keary and Daniel Tupo outside you. Like this why 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 are you moving if he's going to sell less money? If he's going to sales, he'll fullback. be playing fullback. Yeah, I know, but like And that can be the, the what would be the main reason. But the thing is too, like <clears throat> you've got young Adam Dewey, um, who represented Lebanon playing good football at the back, it puts the pressure on a Braden Burns or if what if if Johnson goes, does Burns go to the ding? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but Campbell Graham's established himself as a yeah, dead set yeah. NRL player and Dan Gagai is a, a winger. Hey, what do you take yeah this can't is, defend for shit, so as long as he's on the wing he goes all right. Then, but and then Gagai's your hit up machine getting you yeah. out of trouble. And you know, like mm. there's the thing, there'll be blokes who are missing the boat, unfortunately. Yeah. But and, the old super coach. And on topic, before I forget, happy birthday to our boy, Corey Maclin. Yeah. Happy oh, Cosa, happy birthday, bro. Um, I don't know how old he is because Black doesn't crack. He could be fucking yeah. 18, all that I know. 
And um, um, it's happy also, birthday, brother. It's also Jody Little's birthday, too. Yeah, oh, really? Birthday, the 21st. Yeah, yeah again. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. Does a lot for us down there yeah. at the West Mitchie Footy Club. Yeah. God bless you, Princess. Can you just make sure freaking Fats pleasures you tonight then? Or yeah, do yeah. You? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you got to worry about that. Have you seen that bloke's <laughs> unit? Oh. Imagine, imagine his unit on Jakey's balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you want, yeah. we'll get Zachy Finn to jump out of a cake for you at Mitchie in a few weeks. I'm sure. <laughs> Be a big cake. Yeah. Man, man can dance, do you? Yeah. Maybe. Well, I was thinking about it when, you know how I sent you that thing about Eric Growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it seemed, seemed pretty serious about getting a call in. We should do like a call in show where we call um, Cause, see how his birthday was, yeah. and then maybe. Let's start it up. Yeah. yeah. No yeah, Eric Growth Jr. would be a good chat. They reckon he's a funny bloke too, and he's guy. not. He doesn't hold back. Who's that? Eric Growth well, Jr. Yeah, you follow his Instagram, man. It's yeah. hilarious. It's Is one it? of the best. Yeah, yeah nice. it's and so. Him and his good. old man were doing a podcast, and some yeah. of the things he's saying just straight up. Yeah. Because yeah. I just reached out and I said, mate, are you coming up to Brisbane? Because I would love to have you on the pod. Um, because I think like a couple, like a year ago or something, he he messaged me, um, like DM me, and it, uh, just about some stuff about footy. Um, and it was it was to do with footy and also overexertion, and then um, so when I when I messaged him, he, he messaged back again, and I was just like, he's like, oh, I can't, I'm so busy at the moment, but I'd love if he's if he was want to do a fucking phone thing. I was like, yeah, and I wrote, definitely take you up, up yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah that's great. He was he was very good player for yeah. a long time and too. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Out um, there, West, typical Westie. Yeah, must be hard to follow. <laughs> Following in his old man's footsteps. But what was still in off season? Any Broncos boys reach out, yeah, get on yeah. here, get amongst. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of you listening and all <laughs> stars. Just <laughs> yeah, there'll be plenty. Come yeah. on down. Oh. All right. Is that enough? Uh, yeah, any more? Any more? Um, I think I we're think, good, eh? I, think, I think we can wrap this bitch up. Um, yeah, you got yeah, anything, Dano? Got, oh, nothing for me. Just to use. Just thanks for having me, and um, yeah. thanks to everyone who listens weekly and even yeah. new well, listeners. Well, I don't, I don't think you have to say thanks for having me anymore, bro. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> all good. You just and just for, um, the listeners too. Thanks everyone for listening and yeah. and putting their two cents in. And every week we're getting some good questions and and um, a couple of sledges here and there. But um, and it really helps. Really helps when you guys repost. Like if yeah. you repost to your group of like group of mates yeah. and shit yeah. like yeah. that. And I'm even, sure we'll do well tonight with uh, with, with Kimmy. Kimmy on. Yeah. yeah, even just liking the liking the post. Um, when we're only yarning or putting a, putting just a comment out, even just saying g'day or whatever. Oh, yeah. And like we say, rip on us, man. Yeah. If you think what we say is trash, yeah. tell us. And then also, if you think the podcast shit, let us know. Yeah. And if, if what it, yeah, anything comes out of our mouth that you don't yeah. like, just make sure you let us know. And even if it's not even coming out, even if you think I've got a weird head, tell me. I love that shit. Yeah. Man. And then I we want to be ripped. Next week, let's get Dano's missus on here as a guest. Yeah. It'll be about yeah. how the date was. Yeah, make, not, make the jerk circle a bit more yeah, interesting. Nice. Yeah. Might be, a jerk, might be a jerk squirt circle. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it sounds a bit like a Bacardi to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll get around. All right. Send us out, right? All right. It's a tough time here in Australia at the moment. Every people reaching out from overseas, helping us during the bushfire. I implore from the bottom of my heart, any money people can spare, donate into the, to the Red Cross bushfire, bushfire appeal. Just throw in a couple of bucks, 20 bucks. Kim, Kim Ingebrigtsen, him and Mitch Bucket and Ty Ingebrigtsen, uh, they all they all did a, um, a fundraiser on a money board type thing. There are plenty of change, um, people with change boxes and that around. There's plenty of opportunities. Everyone's trying to raise money to help out. If you can spare some money, please do. Stay safe.
and pray for these people we're through this terrible time bushfires are the mortal enemy of our country just want to thank everyone i hope have a safe new year i hope everyone's been good just want to say hi to my daughter zara my missus my missus jane and our dog honey my daughter just sent me this message asked me to plug them yeah so thanks for that shout out so we'll see everyone we'll talk next week let's hope there's a bit better weather conditions and some of those fires are starting to ease but the bottom line if you can spare any money towards the red cross bushfire appeal please do it see you next week and really appreciate you all the watching us on on facebook live Shout out to Kimmy Ingebrigtsen, great bloke, smart as football, knows quite a lot about the game at all levels. Happy birthday to Corey. Happy birthday to Corey. Happy birthday to Jodes. And you'll hear from us next week. And don't be a mercenary. (laughs) (laughs) Nice boys, well done. I better get us off Facebook.